need your cigar at once, see? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Anyways, Back to the Godfather. We have a couple quick announcements really fast before we jump into our exciting guest episode. First of all, make sure you're watching the film club for this month, which is The Sting. Get those reviews in by the end of the month, April 30th, which someone was telling me it leaves Netflix on April 30th. So this was some nice timing on our part. Um, (laughs) And then also... Uh, if you are a part of Film Club, make sure you are submitting your film suggestions up to five, and you can just send them to myself or Lauren. You know if you're a part of Film Club. You got that email. If you'd like to be a part of Film Club, though, you can also submit. Um, But okay, everyone, welcome back, friend of the podcast, Maddie! <laughs> Hello! It's me! <laughs> happy so to happy be you're here. back. Is this your- Third time? I think it's the third time. Third time guest. Wow. It is an honor. Third Always. time guest and our very first guest, right? Probably. <gasps> I need to know our own history better than I do. I need like awards for this. Can you send me <laughs> some guest. We'll work on an award show at some point. Oh my gosh, yes. I can see that. So also I realized slightly late into season three but we were supposed to have a new question so sorry becky we asked you the old ones but maddie you are going to be the one answering the first questions so as a returning guest i guess i should say so actually we did it right becky you got the right questions so so maddie what was the last film that you watched that is not i mean it could be one of the ones you watched for this episode i'm not gonna count the ones that i watched for this. okay okay two do you want like a formal film or do you want like a I mean see money. people are maybe I'm the one that uses it wrong because people are like oh well that's like a movie not a film but I, in my head I'm just like it's just like a synonym like movies films I know okay okay just because I was like I have two answers and okay, it would okay. be different but the last movie I watched was Bridesmaids that was mm-hmm. the day I moved into <laughs> this house and I love that movie. And I bought it because I think it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And then someone told me that I have big Chris and Wig energy. And that was truly the biggest compliment that I've ever received. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That is a yeah, compliment. I've been thinking about it like for two weeks. So <laughs> that is yeah, amazing. Good movie. Would so, recommend. What's your other answer? If you were looking for a more film type <laughs> answer. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say I watched Don't Worry Darling like mm. Mm, I don't know oh, maybe it's a Harry month yes and I, I talked about this when she was I overprepared myself because I knew it was gonna be freaky and it was gonna kind of scare me and like I was like kind of avoiding watching it because I was like oh it's gonna freak me out yeah and so I did what I do and I just overprepared myself and pretty much knew everything that was gonna happen and it was great <laughs> You pulled the Jill. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much knew the ending and everything. And so I think the whole time I was like, okay, I can just sit here and not be scared and just appreciate that this is this is a good movie. Not okay. my favorite. It was good. Okay. I give it a seven out of ten, eight out of ten. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's good. pretty high. I feel like that's a general consensus, which is like there are good parts, but it's like not yeah. the most incredible movie. Yeah. 
The ending is not brilliant, but it's a good movie. <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but yeah. And it's Harry Styles. Harry a better Styles Twilight Zone ending. So here is a new question. What is the word of the month? I also had like two thoughts with this because I'm like, I could go really serious or I could go funny, but I am going to go serious. Okay. So <laughs> excellent. Um, but my word of the month slash more word of the year is just abundance. Ooh. I, I'm not really, what's the word? It reminds me of kind of like the manifestation babes, very like, I don't know the word. I'm trying to look like astrology. I don't usually like that kind of stuff. I'm kind of just like, yeah, when I hear it, I'm just kind of like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's not, sorry. But like, for me, I have a hard time with that stuff because I'm like, oh, that's not like good advice. But I don't know why. It's just been my word this year where abundance and mostly abundance of time, abundance of money, abundance of just everything just made me feel a lot better about everything in my life, especially abundance of time, because that's the biggest thing that stresses me out probably in the whole world. <laughs> so I pretty much am trying to, I think of that word every single day. Yeah. I like that. I feel well, like I know I'm like I, it was a serious answer my <laughs> no, funny answer would be honk. it's kind of like that <laughs> like what your focus is you're gonna see more of it so I like yeah that. yeah did you hear her funny I know I'm like oh I, no I didn't funny where it is conk what the conk I've also been <laughs> yes. all year and I can't explain to what everyone it listening it's spelled it it's spelled c-o-n-k my all my sisters say it instead of a lot of words i was gonna say instead of a swear word but it's not even that it's just like everything you're like any replacement what the conk what the heck and then we'll be like how in the conk did that happen just everything we just say that and i say that many times today yeah (laughs) and i taught you both that when we went to disney world last (laughs) yes my favorite was when you came in august for your birthday Mm-hmm. because I remember being like I don't feel like I'm really gonna adopt this saying you know you two were saying it a lot and then two months <laughs> later when I was going to see strange planet or strange world whatever it's called and the guy was like oh you need to have these 3d glasses in my head for the first time since <laughs> you've been there I really was like what the conk do I need these for <laughs> I was like where did that come from <laughs> it's just better than like anything else you could say in exchange for that I feel like it's just like it's just so funny and dramatic. It's so and funny. Everything's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Honk yeah. and abundance. So happy about this. Right. Op- opposite ends of the spectrum, as Added always. to the ABTTG dictionary. Yes, ah! please. <laughs> we have an award show. We got a dictionary. I am <laughs> loving this. I am loving this. <laughs> um. So now, this is new for season three. But we give you a universe. You tell us which characters we are. Yes. So are Lauren ready? picked it. Yeah. What'd you pick? The <laughs> universe is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Which is perfect. <laughs> hey, wait. So should I just read who everybody is and say why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the first one. I'm going to say Rachel is the magic mirror just because I feel like, it, you know, he, they have the spookiest vibes. And I think that you would appreciate that. Okay. I'm so happy. <laughs> and the voice effects. I also feel like, you know, 
you you would be good at that and I feel like you could play that part well so I'm assigning and apparently you that. I always tell the truth I guess <laughs> I feel like that's his, yeah. his like only <laughs> yes. and then I guess I guess that takes us to our next step is um I'm the evil queen I yes. ask you I am just a little bit evil uh no <laughs> I don't know why but I'm the evil queen I just think she's hilarious I have to be her you have and, to I mean I'm slightly vain. <laughs> I ask you, I'm like, who's the fairest one of them all? I feel like, yeah, yeah, I ask you that. No, I don't know. I just assign myself that because I have no explanation. If you did not give I- yourself the evil queen, I would have rioted. Oh, I know. I know. And when I met her, she was stunning. She made me absolutely speechless. She had the so. most beautiful makeup. Yeah, her I know. Eyebrows. I- wow. I feel like we are going to, on the Instagram for this, we're just going to have all our Snow White pictures now. Like, it will be about the actual topic. Please. That's perfect. Put the one. I feel like there's one of me just like. (laughs) After (laughs) Dobie gave you a kiss. In awe. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Um, And then Lauren is Snow White. Of course, because she loves animals and she also, I feel like you could do the voice. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know, but that's it. You know, there's not really like in-depth explanations, but I feel like it's pretty accurate. I love it. I accept. I am the fairest. You are the fairest of them. (laughs) (laughs) You wish. Um, all right, so next, it's the very important question. Let's fill in the Godfather quote. It's my turn. So, <laughs> would you like me better if I were a blank, you know, like in the movie? <laughs> would you like I me don't... to say it again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get it, but say it again. Would you like me better if I were a blank, you know, like in the movie? I've been putting a little flair for you at the end. I know you're like telling me what it is, but I still don't know. I no, that's it? just what she does in the movie. So no, I would not like you better if you were a <laughs> what? I can't just guess. Guess. Uh, yes, guess, guess. Mm, a singer. Mm. A well, guess. you know, if you're Julie Andrews, the answer that's correct. That's a big hint for you. Oh, I didn't get it. A nanny? No. <laughs> Keep going. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> no, but I didn't get you were making a connection to another. So. A queen? Oh, a oh. singing nun. Yeah. Oops, I was supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Go ahead, Lauren. Tell us what it is. <laughs> a nun? <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Would you like me better if I were a nun? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I love that quote. I love none. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, yeah. it's time for the 30 and 60. Ready? Sit. Go. Eye color. Green. Favorite season. Summer. What would you name a new color? Oh. Honk. <laughs> Lucky number. What what was it? Lucky number. Um one. Yes or no? Um yes. Place you want to travel to next? Barcelona. 
favorite tree 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 oh um a ginkgo tree is that what they're called favorite disneyland um seven dwarfs favorite disneyland can be a stickler stickler oh god sure. disneyland um Wow, Thunder Mountain. I thought too hard about that. Favorite insect? Oh, a dragonfly. Favorite item of clothing? Um, right now this this shirt. Childhood TV show. What was that? Childhood, Childhood TV show. Oh, Arthur, of course. Time and a time now. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. There's like a slight delay in between us, so. Oh. But I think you made a, a fair showing of it. Okay, okay. Okay, now we can finally jump into the main topic of the episode, which is rom-coms slash chick flicks. Like, a, there was kind of a, a debate as to, like, what these movies are categorized, but kind of that same, like, general vibe, right? We are doing a ranked episode, if you will remember, podcast listeners we did this for lord of the rings characters last year we're ranking them in the categories of relatability set slash wardrobe actors story and then we'll give an overall score based on how those categories fared so i think we'll just go regular roundtable rules meaning maddie you'll start and then lauren and then myself so as we discuss these, we probably will get into some spoiler territory. I will try and put timestamps in the show notes. If you have not seen the movie and do not want anything spoiled, then you can just skip ahead. So pay attention to that if you would like. So our first movie is My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay, so <laughs> I figured we might start on this one, which makes me laugh because this is just starting on the highest note for me, okay? I just am going to say. So, relatability, I gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, wow. I I know, I know. I'll explain with everything. I relate a lot to the main character, just in her energy, and she's kind of a little bit of, like, a villain almost in the movie. Like, I don't know. She just doesn't have the best actions, and I think it's cute and relatable. I gave it a 6 on relatability, just because, of course, everyone relates to being, well, maybe not. <gasps> being in love with someone who's in love not with their best friend. <laughs> not their best friend, but just being in love with someone who doesn't love them back. Or like when someone gets married, being like, Ugh, mostly I'm thinking about famous people. Yeah. Or when they get engaged, it's like, no, I've got to break up the wedding. <laughs> but you, I would never actually do that because I'm, I'm not like that. So I gave it a six nice. because... Yeah, you can kind of relate. Yeah, I similar vein. I gave it a seven and a half. There are definitely people that I have feelings for that got married in real life, and I felt sad about that. But now I'm like, oh, it's probably for the best that things ended up the way that they did. But uh, yeah, like I wouldn't go to such. Obviously, I didn't go to such extreme lengths. All right, set in wardrobe. Set in wardrobe. I also gave it a ten out of ten. <laughs> Hey, Incredible. I, I'm, say, I'm really biased <laughs> with this movie, so I gave probably more fair rankings to others, but Sam <laughs> Wardrobe, 10 out of 10, the opening scene, like, bridesmaids' dresses is, like, so, like, 
I don't, I think it was filmed in the 90s, so 90s, 2000s. Yeah, 97. It was 90s, yeah. And yeah, also just like all of Cameron Diaz's outfits. Oh, mm-hmm. she's just so like, she's so cute. Ah, she's so cute. And I, it's easy for me to rank anything, as you'll see, very highly for set and wardrobe when it's a uh, older film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, I just love it. I rated it on a six again, which I did on the last one. Yeah, I just said it's fun 90s outfits. I kept thinking about Julia Roberts, her crop tops. <laughs> like people don't wear outfits like that anymore, but like the low rise jeans and the crop top. Mm-hmm. But she looks so good wearing it. And yeah, I do love Cameron Deuce's cute little like fancy Southern woman outfits. Yeah, I also gave it a 6 out of 10. I feel like it's not crazy memorable for me. Like, I can't, like, necessarily conjure up images of it. But, like, when I was watching it, I was like, this is this is cute. This is fun. So, all right, actors. Let me guess, Maddie. Actors? Is it a 10? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I promise not all of mine are going to be 10 out of 10. <laughs> not that boring. But... I mean, I might as well just spoil it now. My Best Friend's Wedding is in my top five favorite movies of all time. I feel like I didn't know that. I am absolutely obsessed with that movie. Oh my gosh. Um, So yeah, actors, I also gave it 10 out of 10. I will give a shout out. I mean, I love Julia Roberts. I love most Julia Roberts movies. This is my favorite chick look with her. And then um, the guy, I just looked up his name because I didn't know his name in real life. Dermot Mulroney. Anyways, he what just kind like, of a name is Dermot. I know, but he's so <laughs> cute and he gives best friend energy 100% and like so good at that part where like you fall in love with him as her best friend, but don't necessarily, at least I didn't want them to end up together still. And then my honorable mention slash favorite character of the whole movie is Cameron Diaz, Kimmy, because she is just so good at being so annoying in that movie and it's hilarious like and I also love Cameron Diaz for some reason she's kind she's honestly kind of I don't know kind of weird in a lot of movies but like I just love her and I think that movie she's just so young and like so good at that part of just being this kind of young naive annoying girl but also like adorable so 10 out of 10 (laughs) Um, I did give it a 9 out of 10 for actors because I'll talk about Julia Roberts later, but I re-watching these movies, I was like, I love Julia Roberts. Like, she was kind of one of those people, like Meryl Streep for me, where everyone was like, she's the best. And I was kind of like, whatever, overrated. But now I'm like, I understand. And I am in love with her. So would watch every movie that she's in <laughs> is my plan. Same. Um, let's watch a lot of Julia Roberts movies. Okay. <laughs> and then, yes, I think Dermont is very handsome. Cameron Diaz is also just so cute. And then I love Rupert Everett. I know you're going to talk about him, Rachel, but he's my favorite part of this movie. He's just hilarious. And I want a gay British best friend, too. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Also why it's on re- relatability, but I don't have one. Um, yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10. I do really like Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz. Like, they all do a really good job, but Rupert Everett, I love him so much. Like, Loki went through a very intense obsession 
with him when I was in college for a time. He is so funny in this movie. He really, I think, steals the show for me. So, so good. So cute. All right. Story. I bet you can all guess. But wow. I also give it 10 out of 10. <laughs> making this movie my one and only with a perfect score. Wow, wow, wow. My, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, anyway, storyline, I just think it is, like, it's unique. Like, it genuinely is because they don't end up together. And it's not really about that. Like, it's about, to me, it's about, like, their friendship and, like... I don't know her growth and everything it's just kind of like yeah more in depth in that way and it's just a more interesting storyline than the average romantic comedy for me and I love that because honestly when I first watched it I could not guess (laughs) what was gonna happen (laughs) which I'm not very good at guessing what's gonna happen but it was just so interesting and 10 out of 10 um I gave it a 6 out of 10 only because I get so uncomfortable when she starts just like destroying his life. <laughs> and I'm like, it just makes me kind of sick inside, mm-hmm. which is part of the story, you know, when she learns. But for that reason, I like don't go back to this movie very often just because I do like just feel like, no, do it. <laughs> and like when he gets the email that she wasn't supposed to send, it's like, I just get so makes emotionally unhappy. So. Um, and it, I, it makes me so sad to see her being so mean, <laughs> but I do love, I love it. <laughs> the drama is, it's exciting and it's fun. So I gave it an eight out of 10. I love the little prayer scenes when the, he, they sing it in the restaurant, like <laughs> oh. so good. Like I literally will just watch that scene every other month (laughs) i have to say the first time i saw that it made me extremely uncomfortable (laughs) and almost ruined the movie for me which you know sounds about right Uh but now i love it it's so funny put that in there (laughs) because it pays off in the end that scene and the scene at the end are my by far my favorites in the whole movie and probably are why i would rank it eight out of (laughs) ten but i love (laughs) when and I love like what you were saying Maddie like it's unconventional it ends not very happily like the couple doesn't get together and you're the main heroine is not the most likable character like you're not rooting for her to get the guy and Mm -hmm. I just think that's such a clever twist and it does explore these like I think pretty common feelings of like sadness and not like sadness at what you were unable to express or not able to realize in time these feelings that you have and yeah I I really love it but I just love that ending so much because there will be dancing and even if your life doesn't end up in the way that you think it should or that you're hoping it's okay because there's still people in the world that love you and like Mm -hmm. you're able to make the most of it no matter what and I don't know I just love it so much I love that he's there for her in her lowest hour so so good and of course it is the source of the oft quoted line in the felt family which is no pumpkin no which i thought was just like from some random family story and then i watched this movie later in life and i was like oh my gosh is this is this the quote that everyone says in my family so i also love it because of that reason no pumpkin no so cute. All right, our overall scores. 
And well, mine is obviously 40 out of 40. (laughs) And it will be the only one that reaches that full 40 out of 40. It's pretty much, pretty much a perfect movie for me. And yeah, like I said, in my top five favorite of all time. So our second movie is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Starting off with relatability. Unfortunately, I will give it like a five out of 10 because I, (laughs) it's a really fun idea, but like, would any of that actually ever happen in real life? No, it would not. (laughs) Um, I also gave a five, I think for the same reasons. And I would never do that. And I do think it's fun. And I like how like she falls in love with him slowly. I think that's relatable and like kind of surprises herself rather than like how it usually is with fall in love at first sight with Matthew McConaughey. It's how it usually <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also gave it a five. So clearly across the board, we're all on the same page. Similar Intended. things like commitment to the bit, but I just don't feel like I would go that far. Set in wardrobe. I gave it um, an 8 out of 10 because of her very famous yellow dress at the end. I feel like that's just like classic chick flick. She just looks so stunning and her hair and everything's just like so early 2000s. I don't know. I just love it. And then um, I think her outfits are very just new york early 2000s throughout the whole movie and i love that and same with her friends and everything like she literally works at a magazine and like all of them it's i mean every girl in a romantic comedy works for a magazine or is a writer or something like that but uh i think it's cute and yeah all the girls at their jobs wearing these early 2000s like Mm -hmm. skirts and bright colors i'm like oh my gosh it's so adorable i love it um i also well i gave it a nine with oh, the wow. yellow dress and then I think that's pretty much it for the other dress <laughs> but I do well I remember when I watched it in high school I was so bothered that she like was never wearing a bra but this time I didn't really care <laughs> like sure don't wear a bra whatever I was gonna say that as well but now I honestly hope this is an appropriate thing to say but I'm like you go girl yeah you don't wear a bra <laughs> totally and and I guess that was a style then too yeah I mean it's still sometimes but also like set, I, I don't know if it counts as a set, but I love when they go to his parents' house. Is it Long Island? Staten Island. Staten Island. We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I went completely opposite. I only gave it a four. I was not vibing with the baggy clothes. I think the the baggy shirts on Matthew McConaughey. Baggy shirts only look good on Ray Fines, so okay so actors i gave it an eight out of ten i will say so i love kate hudson i love her in pretty much everything um i think she is just amazing and she does such a good job of acting crazy like (laughs) Mm -hmm. snap oh she's so good at it and then acting super cool at other parts i normally really do not like matthew mcconaughey this is my i don't think he's a bad actor i just he gives me the ick like all right all right all right yeah Yeah. um and i don't think that he's attractive i'm very shallow but anyways but this is the one movie that's an exception for me and i really love him so i gave that an eight out of ten i feel like i should have gone higher on actors because i do i love kate hudson and matthew mcconaughey um but i only gave it a six 
Um, maybe because I, well, I don't know. I was going to say maybe I like them better than other things, but I don't. <laughs> I like them a lot in this. So anyway, I gave it a six. Maybe because I'm kind of annoyed by his friends. Ugh, yeah. And I also don't like <laughs> the frost yourself lady. Oh, she's driving me crazy. Same. Um, yeah, I gave it a seven and a half. I don't I don't feel like I've seen very many movies with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. I don't like super have an opinion on him. It probably leans more negative than anything, but <laughs> I feel like they both do a really excellent job in the movie. So I enjoy their performances. All right, story. Um, story, I did actually give a nine out of ten because, um, uh, well, I just think it's interesting. It's the same thing. I think it's an interesting storyline. I think, obviously, it is not relatable at all. Like, this would, like, never happen in real life that they chose each other, but it's such, like, a fun, like, catch to the movie that just, like, it makes the whole movie for me. The only reason it doesn't have a perfect score is I do think the... I really like the part where they go to Staten Island, but it's also kind of slow for me. I don't know. There's like a little bit of a slow part at the end. So, yeah. Um, I give it a seven for story. I, I think it's a really fun and intriguing story. Like, that's why I watch it is because it's funny. And there's no other movie that's like that where people are being crazy to each other on purpose. And like trying to get rid of each other, but they're both holding on still. Anyways, so I think it's fun. I do, I don't know, it drives me a little crazy that they're being so mean to each other or that she's just, she's just awful. Some of the things she says, it's like, I can't, <laughs> it makes me a little sick, but it's fun. Their love ficus, isn't that? Fern? love fern of course it's so funny um, I, from? I don't know um <laughs> i also gave it a seven it's super super funny like i feel like i watched it when i was in junior high or high school a lot of these i didn't watch till i was in college just because i was very anti-rom-com growing up but um i found it to be like even now when i've rewatched it i was like oh this is really this is actually quality humor, but I really don't like the ending. And this is like mm -hmm. my complaint with a lot of rom-coms. Um, <laughs> not that I like want it to be a sad ending, but sometimes when it just feels a little too dramatically happily ending and just like such a dramatic catch. I know that's part of the charm, but I just, I don't like it. So only Very a seven. Valid. So total uh scores. Okay, total scores overall, this gets a 30 out of 40 for me. That's lower than I thought it would be, but because um, it also is in my top five favorite chick books ever. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, mine is a 27 again. Ooh, holding pretty consistent. Mine is 23 and a half. While I tabulate these, tabulate these scores, we can go ahead and start talking about when Harry met Sally. When Harry Met Sally relatability, I gave it a six out of ten. I relate to Sally with like her particularness and kind of like how she thinks about things and relationships, but it's not more relatable because I mean, I wish I had a guy best friend like that, but I just simply do not. <laughs> so 
that part isn't super relatable to me. Um, I gave it an eight for relatability, not necessarily that I relate to it, but I just think it's a lot more real than a lot of other chick flicks. Mm. Just the way that like, you know, at first they're not friends at all. And then she tells him she doesn't want to see him again. And then they run into each other again and they like decide to be friends. It just like develops over time (laughs) rather than over three days, Mm -hmm. which is what often happens in these movies. And, like, their relationship with their friends, I think, is very real. So that's why I gave it an 8. I like that. Uh, Yeah, I gave it a 6. Kind of similar to you, Maddie. But I I appreciate the different perspective that you bring, Lauren. Um, I do feel like there is a lot of that, just even maybe not to the same depths, though, that, like, you experience over time. Um, Kind of what you're saying. A six for me. Set and wardrobe, Maddie. Um, I gave it a six out of ten for set and wardrobe. I, there's nothing like crazy fancy. Like I mainly when I'm talking about set and wardrobe, talking about wardrobe. I know, but that's <laughs> what I concentrate on. I like the simplicity of it, and I feel like um, the guy, his name is Billy Crystal, I think. Mm-hmm. He his sweaters are classic. It's like everyone loves them, and I love the simplicity of that, but it's nothing like insanely memorable to me um I gave it an eight again for set and wardrobe I love Sally's outfits some of like the hats that she wears and her little like two-piece suits and I just wish that those I guess they're kind of in fashion again but I wish I had reasons to wear outfits like that Mm. which I don't and then I also love the setting is New York and like some of the scenes they're walking through Central Park with the leaves and they go to the Met and just like the New York things that are just so fun and beautiful. Um, so yeah, eight. Um, I also gave it a six, but I feel like I'm being swayed to try and give it a higher score. I think I was mostly going off of like five, four set and then like one for the wardrobe (laughs) just because I wasn't like super wowed by the wardrobe but now that you like point out some of the things sure but the New York setting especially in the fall chef's kiss actors I gave five out of ten for a very particular reason Um, I love full five points or 4.5 for Meg Ryan I love Meg Ryan I really struggle with Billy Crystal I know he's supposed to be annoying but like He's not it for me, but I also, that does also have to do with the fact that I watched that movie for the first time this year. And like when I, when I watch something later in life and haven't seen it before, like it just doesn't have the same meaning or like the actors. Yeah. Yeah. It's more likely to bug me. Like it's like little things like that. And so that's it for me. Just a five out of 10. I feel like it's easier to be critical now versus when we were in high school. Like the peop- the movies we watched in high school, I'm like, yeah, I love that actor. And it's like, yeah. if I watched it now, it's like, I don't think I love them. <laughs> but I gave it a seven for actors because yes, I love Meg Ryan. Billy Crystal, yeah, I don't think he's attractive. <laughs> Some of my favorite Letterboxd reviews were like, I hate this movie because it made me fall in love with Billy Crystal. But yeah, it freaks me out that it's the voice of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> but I do love them together. I think that they really have good energy together. Like when they're singing Surrey with a fringe on top in the 
karaoke <laughs> machine and they're both just horrible singers it's just so cute but i also had to give a plus one for baby clemenza yes. it's clemenza from the godfather 2 and carrie fisher my queen i love her i love seeing her in something besides star wars i so. forgot that that was her yeah because she has short hair wow uh-huh. she has a bob cut oh so gosh and she's just fun she's i don't know she's a really fun addition to the movie yeah, I gave it an eight and a half because I adore Meg Ryan, mostly just because of another film that's on this list. Um, but I actually really like Billy Crystal. I understand the complaints. <laughs> I don't feel like he's like as off-putting. Like I kind of put him in the same category as Matthew McConaughey, which like people would probably reject that because Matthew McConaughey probably is classically more attractive. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just put him in the category of like, I can see it, but I'm not, like, swayed crazy one way or the other. I love Carrie Fisher. And this, I I love, like, the interactions with their friends. Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby is his name. Young Clemenza slash the cousin in The Freshman. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Eight and a half. Big fan. Big star power for me. Story, I gave eight out of ten. Um, mostly I ranked it highly because I really like the length of time. Like I love that it's over the course of like a few years, and that's just like there's just something more special and realistic and like less dramatic, like a lot of romantic comedies have, like you said, like this big dramatic, like swooping ending, and it like maybe is over the course of like three months or something but like I don't know I just like the length of time and I like that there's a lot of interactions earlier on over the course of a few years that make them good friends and I love a good story of friends falling in love friends to lovers friends to lovers (laughs) I gave it a nine for a story for yeah kind of the same reasons and probably the same reasons I said for relatability that I love I love the development of the relationship. I also love the snippets of the love stories in between of just like old couples, which according to the IMD tri- IMDb trivia were real stories, but those were the act, they were just acted out, but they were real stories mm-hmm. that he collected for the movie. And yeah, towards the end, I get a little bit tired of it, but I do love how it resolves and the Frank Sinatra music. I know that doesn't go with story, but I like almost cried at the end because I was like, this is that beautiful. I gave it a seven. What I really appreciate about it is it's very witty. It's like very clever and funny. I love like the wagon wheel table, like that whole (laughs) scene when they're fighting about it. But then also like when Billy Crystal snaps and like has that moment and that exchange. I actually love that scene when they're in the museum and he's like talking about what is it like the pie or something in the weird accent that was like all improvised and like she was not expecting it and didn't know how to keep rolling with it you I could love tell that. how uncomfortable she is oh that makes it yeah. so much more funny i love that yeah oh my favorite scene though is when they're doing the like pictionary oh my gosh and they're like talking about yeah the, like, baby talk yes oh, yeah and they're like baby's breath I love that whole scene I will watch it over and over again my my favorite is when he's like what baby talks not a word and then or not a phrase and he's like oh but baby coming out of whatever is yeah (laughs) yes I love it it's so funny to me 
I will say like it does I don't know how I feel about the talking heads I've I haven't made up my mind I can kind of see where they're fun I also feel like it kind of disrupts the story flow for me a bit like they whenever they were on I was kind of like okay like speed it up a little but maybe I'm just not I'm a I'm a fighter not a lover and that I don't know how I feel about the ending because it's a little bit grandiose just a smidge but anyway, that's why I really like the film, but I have a couple faults with it. So seven. Um, overall, it gets a 25 out of 40 for me. So mine is 32. And mine is 29 and a half. All right. She's the man. Relatability, I gave it a six out of 10. You know what? That should even be lower. I'm changing it. It's going to be like a, it's going to be a five out of 10 just because, um, Obviously, I would never do that. Actually, dress up as a man to join a soccer team. <laughs> Relatability, it does have some though, because the way she looks at Channing Tatum, I also oh. would look at him that way. He was my roommate. Yes. So there you go. Yeah, I gave it a five for the same reasons that I would not do that ever, but I would fall in love with Channing Tatum if he was my roommate. And I don't know. I think some of the interactions and. In- like it just has like the feel of a high school with all the drama of like he likes her but she likes him and they're going out and he's using her to get jealous and so that's kind of in a way matches a uh, high school high school relatability. I also gave it a five. Crazy commitment that she goes to for something she's so passionate about. I think is something I can relate to, but I would not necessarily go about it in that same way. You and did. I do enjoy dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween, but there's something powerful about that. <laughs> can't can't stick to the bit for that long. <laughs> All right, set and wardrobe. Mine is a four out of ten. I still even think that might need to be lower, but there's nothing super special to me about the wardrobe. The set is kind of fun. The school that it's at, um, it kind of makes you want to go to. Is it high school or college? Sleepover high school. I always forget. It's I watched school? this in the last five hours, so oh, oh you it's confusing because it looks like it's yeah, college, but there's it's dorm rooms and and I think watching that in high school is like wow, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. So I do like that that setting, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, I also gave it a four because yeah, I don't love like the dresses she wears. They're supposed to be really classy and fancy, but I don't like them. Like she wears this spaghetti strap green dress at the end for her debutante thing and I'm just like uh, I don't love it like there are other wardrobes that I like better so yeah um, four I gave it a five and I don't really know why <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I wrote down so I'm sticking with it so I feel like you're just kind of like eh, middle of the road you had a reason <laughs> clearly mm. all right um, actors actors I gave it six out of ten I actually really like Channing Tatum. I don't even know if I like him because he's a great actor. I think he's good. He's really good for that part. He's good at being a jock in the movie. Um, I actually don't really love Amanda Bynes um, very much. I love her in Hairspray, but that's about it. She's, I don't know what it is about her, but she, I, I, she's just not my, not my favorite actor. And it's just a little bit, a little bit much for me, but at the same time, she's, She's good to play that part, and she is really funny in the movie. There's just there's just something about it that I can't quite put into words that I don't 
don't love about her. I don't know. She's like a little bit aloof almost. Like she's kind of too cool for the part. It seems like it's kind of the vibe I get from her. But I gave actors a 10 on this. Wow. Because I love her in this movie. I think she's so funny. The way she talks, where she's like, no. (laughs) I like talk like her all the time in my mind. (laughs) Um, And I love Channing Tatum. He was actually, I looked this up, he was 26 when they filmed this. So there's a reason. I was watching it today and I was like, I should not, like, he's a high school boy. I should not like him this much. But then I looked it up. I was like, okay, I feel better now because he's 26 (laughs) when they filmed this. Oh my gosh. Not being Um, creepy. But I also have to shout out David Cross. (laughs) He's the principal of Illyria. (laughs) He's one of my most favorite people. Like Incredible. he's in, he's in Megamind. He's in Arrested Development. He's in Kung Fu Panda. Just like one of my favorite voice actors of all time. But he's just so funny in this movie. And I think just everyone does a great job being over the top. Oh, I wanted to mention Channing Tatum. He is good at being a jock, but also he's so like awkward and cute. Yes. And when like he's so nervous and like can't even speak to Olivia. It's like he's so good at acting like that. Yeah, that's true. And you would not expect that. it from him. So I love that. Yeah, I gave it a six. I feel like I don't really have an opinion on Channing or Amanda outside of this movie. Indifferent, kind of. But I was impressed with their performances. And I feel like Channing Tatum, like when I was rewatching it, I was like, Channing Tatum's in this? What a goop. And then I was like, yeah, no, he actually like does pretty good. So a solid six story eight out of ten for me what's the shakespeare movie this comes from 12th night the shakespeare movie even movie i didn't mean to say movie but you know <laughs> shakespeare story comes is that from. right is it like i know night? it comes from that sounds right okay i maybe i can look it up but like it i know it comes from that i think the story is super interesting and i love how many different characters are intertwined and all the little like messy details so it gets an eight out of ten for me for that um, I gave it a 9 out of 10 for story because it's Shakespeare. Um, and I love a good Shakespeare adaptation. See The Lion King. Also, I'm going to add some nostalgia points into this section because this was one of my favorite movies ever in high school. I've seen it so many times. And I also love how things like just work out perfectly at the end, like the timing. And, and I just think it's fun to see her switch back and forth. And of course, it doesn't make sense. Like, she looks nothing like a boy. (laughs) She looks nothing like her twin brother that apparently no one can tell the difference between them. But it's just fun. And that idea is fun that you could pass as a boy and just live your life as a boy and no one would know. I gave it a six, probably just because this is not one I have any nostalgia for. I think I watched it when I was in high school and I really did not like it. It, like it's funny and I do think the performances are really good and it's a clever enough adaptation it's just not one that I like am crazy eager to return to personally so my overall is 23 out of 40 so I also watched this so many times in high school like just an insane amount of times to the point where we would I swear watch it like every sleepover and I was like okay I'm kind of <laughs> done like let's Stick watch something it. else but it was like you know it was like everybody thought it was so funny and like clean enough to watch I think when we were that age is why we watched it so many times so um I or my total is 28 mine was 22 okay moving right along to you've got mail 
Woohoo. Okay, relatability. I gave it a seven out of ten. I'm kind of rethinking that, but I just think the relatability part, I think I rated it that high because I like the idea of like just like them romanticizing this online relationship. That's <laughs> relatable to me. Just being like writing letters, emails back and forth, chatting, and just like romanticizing everything so much. Um, I also gave a seven. This is one that I meant to rewatch because it's been at least three years since I've seen it last, but um, so this is kind of just from memory, but for the same reasons that he said. Um, this is definitely one where I am falling into camp, my best friend's wedding for Maddie, where I probably rank it a lot <laughs> higher than like I should rank it on the same level that I ranked the others or from the same criteria. I gave it a nine, so I didn't go full Maddie, but as far as like do I relate to being in business and then accidentally falling in love with my competitor no but I (laughs) love so much of the sentiments and like the different things that they say to each other and just like the wistful nature there's so many lines and quotes and ugh parts that like like Kathleen Kelly is like thinking about with her relationship with her mother and then like the things that they write to each other that like pop into my mind constantly and give me such comfort and I just love their relationship so much and I think yeah so I, I don't know like how relatable it is but as far as like oh it's something that I think about often and can relate to like Kathleen Kelly's level of like nostalgia and thinking deeply about things and holding on to the past so tightly like that is very very close to my heart so oh. a nine you right. did remind me of one more thing with relatability, though. I my favorite quote that Tom Hanks says in that movie is he like I'm gonna totally butcher it, but pretty much he's like, when you do someday like say exactly what you're thinking, like you'll regret it. And mm-hmm. I like, I feel like Meg Ryan in that situation where I'm like, oh, I get so frustrated, and then I think hours later, like I should have said this, and like get all in my head, and then when he says that, and like when you say the most cruel thing that you're actually thinking like you'll regret it I'm like wow and so I think of that very often I just want to say that I love it oh it's such Um, a good movie okay set in wardrobe um I will give it a seven out of ten wardrobe is good because it's cute nostalgic for me but I'm more basing this one on the set I think her bookstore is just so cute I love it and also, this is a movie that I watch every single fall. <gasps> Maddie, I love that. It's just so cute. And yeah, gotta go to New York in the fall, I guess. Let's Apparently. <laughs> Let's do it. I gave it a six for set in wardrobe. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> but I assume Megan Ryan would wear the same things that she did in When Harry Met Sally. So love. And yeah, New York in the fall. This seems to be very similar setting as when Harry met Sally Mm -hmm. I gave it an eight the setting is impeccable love it and I actually really do love um like Joe Fox's suits but then also Kathleen Kelly's style is eclectic I love her like little sweaters and yeah just her whole sense of style I'm vibing with it eight out of ten um actors nine out of ten because how could I not love the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan combo? They have multiple movies together for a reason, and yeah, I think their chemistry is really good in the movie. And I genuinely love both of them separately. 
and together. So nine out of 10. Um, I also gave nine out of 10 for the same reasons. But yeah, we love Tom Hanks and we love Meg Ryan. And together they make magic. It's true. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I love both of them. I also love the supporting cast. I love Kathleen Kelly's um, fellow co-workers. And I think their partners that they have are also super funny. Um, like Kathleen's <laughs> guy that is like so Luddite against technology. And then Joe Fox's girl who's like literally insane. <laughs> like when they're in the elevator. <laughs> And she's, like, having a breakdown. I love it. So good. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Storyline, I give it a 7. I would say everything's pretty perfect for me. The one thing that does make me uncomfortable throughout most of the movie is that they are cheating, like, emotionally cheating, kind of, like, you know, because they each have a partner separately. And that's always been a detail to me that's been kind of hard to get over. <laughs> but at the same time, maybe I... I don't know if I'm thinking about it in the right way. Like, I don't know if it was romantic or more friendly, but either way, it's kind of like, okay. So I have a hard time with that part, but otherwise I think the storyline is just darling. And I think, yeah, all the other details are so good together and they fall into place. And the ending is also like a good, simple, just happy ending. Love that. So seven. Um, I also... Well... Previously, I gave a nine and I gave a nine again for story. I just think it's a really fun because it's a remake of a Jimmy Stewart movie. So I think it's a fun modern take with emails and rather than like letters. And so I like how they did that. And it's just this one's enemies to lovers, which we love. <laughs> but yeah, just a really fun story. I did give it a 10. Um, Maddie, it is a good point And something that's hard to reconcile I think like the movie helps you not have as much of it or I guess I should say helps me not have as much of an issue with it because I feel like both of their relationships were like pretty rocky already like they weren't like super committed and coupled to I think like uh, emotional cheating is totally a thing and probably is a thing in this one I do feel like they don't leave their partners because of like, they're not leaving their partners to go be with each other because they, like, one of their rules is they can't talk personal and they don't know who they are. They also meet while they're still in a relationship with the other person. So, um, anyway, it's a gray area. It's not perfect. I acknowledge that. But it, it seriously is, like, one of my favorite comfort films and I just will, like, get an urge to watch it. It's not even, like... A seasonal thing like every once in a while I'm just like mm, so you've got mail time I've got to watch it but yeah I love the characters I love the storyline I love the different monologues that they both go through um or they both have and I love the the like turn like I love at the beginning when they're so against each other I love the godfather references but then I love kind of the twist at, near the end where Joe Fox is like being pleasant and like trying to get her or to see if like it would work in real life and not just virtually so ugh, I love that movie so much it's so good 10 out of 10 I love it my overall is a 30 out of 40 so pretty mm -hmm. high like that I love that movie mine is a 31 mine is a 37 okay our next movie is baby mama mm, I'm so excited for this one <laughs> 
I'm obsessed with this movie. Lauren and I just watched it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Relatability, I gave it a seven. I just love it. I just like want to rank this one highly. Again, I'm pretty biased with this one, but relatability, I do relate. Like I relate to Kate, the main character, because she has this like baby fever and it's like so exaggerated and like, I don't know, like just everything. She just wants it all to happen for her so fast and so quick. And I think it's cute. And I think her character, just how like, I don't know, she's just a little bit wild uh, type A person i definitely relate to that um i gave it a four for relatability i know i do relate to wanting babies <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not exactly to that extreme i don't know i think it's cool that she like was willing to go to those lengths to get what she wants but i don't think i would do that and i would not tolerate having that woman in my house <laughs> oh my gosh but I would be the kind of person that if she was in my house, I'd be like, or like, she's like, I broke up with my boyfriend. I'd be like, okay, I guess you can stay here. Like, I'm going to turn into a roommate like that. <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh my um, I also gave it a seven, like you, Maddie. And yeah, I feel like maybe it's just kind of this, like, maybe it's mostly just because it's Tina Fey and Amy Poehler that I'm like, oh, I love them and female friendship and like a paid more attention to that than like the actual point of the movie and plot of the movie but I do feel like kind of that stress of like feeling old and like not feeling like everything in your life is kind of like where you want it to be and stressing about that even though I think like we're too young to really be like having those concerns even though we all do (laughs) but that kind of drive to like I have something I really want to do and I'm really gonna see how far I can go to get it is something that I relate to as well. Seven wardrobe. This one got a nine for me, which was pretty high, but it's because they, the stark difference between like, um, I'm trying to remember their names in the movie, Kate and I don't remember, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. <laughs> Basically like Tina Fey is just like so formal business wear classy everything in her apartment is so insanely organized and then there's this stark difference where it's like you have amy puller who's supposed to be just like her apartment is just like an absolute mess and their fridge is filthy and just like the iguana in their apartment just like (laughs) the most random details to me it's just so funny every single detail and then also seeing amy puller's outfits like I don't know how old she was when she filmed that, but she's wearing like outfits that like a 20 year old would wear and it cracks me up. And also that she designs them herself and like, they're just unique. I just absolutely love that. And she just looks like this cute young girl when in reality, I don't know how old she was when she filmed that. But, like it just makes her just look so silly. And I love that. Nine out of 10. Um, I gave it a five out of 10. Um, Just kind of, I don't, I really remember a lot of the wardrobe. But yeah, I like the points that you're making that they really connect with the story and further the plot, create these characters based on the clothes that they're wearing. So I like that. Yeah, I gave it a six and I agree. Like they're really well done as being the vehicle for continuing character development, but they weren't like a standout part of the film for me. All right, actors. Um, This for sure is a 10 for me because Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are the best combo ever and honestly they can make no mistakes when they're together this was the first movie I ever saw with them 
together and like kind of the first time I really realized like oh they're like literally best friends and they're so hilarious together so that is just a perfect perfect combo for me I said seven um because of the dynamic duo uh yeah they just have such good energy together and they um riff off each other so well and I also love I don't know I feel like Tina Fey isn't usually in such a formal role and like she's trying to keep it and she's very good at it like being professional rather than just being comedic but she's professional in a comedic way so I think that's fun I'm a little disappointed I mean he's very nice the love interest for Tina Fey but I feel like I love him (laughs) I feel like I would want someone else but and I hate Dak Shepard in this. <laughs> Dak Shepard is so good at being. He does a good awful. job of being the worst. <laughs> um, I also gave it a ten just because I could not give it anything lower because it's Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that'd be a crime. <laughs> Lauren, you have committed a crime. <laughs> yeah, Lauren. Get to jail. <laughs> All right, story um, ten out of ten for the storyline because same same thing as usual. I think it's unique enough that every twist and turn was exciting for me and not it wasn't all predictable at least for me um and I do love that even though it is extremely unrealistic she also gets pregnant in the end and it's just this like funny twist and turn I really like the guy that she's with as well I think he's so cute and like I I love them together so that's another part of it I gave a seven um, because yeah, it is very funny, some very quotable lines, and I like how it all works out. Some parts that again make me feel a little sick and <laughs> drive me a little crazy, but I it is really fun. I gave it an eight, obviously super funny. Um, it's just not one I like return to super often. And I think it's because I don't have a ton of nostalgia for it. And whenever I watch it, it just makes me want to go watch Parks and Rec or 30 Rock. Um, instead of the movie that I'm currently watching. <laughs> so <laughs> overall, I got a 36. I gave it a 23. That seems so low, but. <laughs> or I gave it 31. Nice. Uh... Our next movie is Devil Wears Parada. Okay. The Sun Relatability um, that only has a 6 out of 10. Honestly, I wish in some ways her job is super cool, but it's also not relatable (laughs) at all (laughs) the way she gets all these free clothes and all this stuff and i don't know just the whole storyline in general i should actually put that lower changing it it's gonna be a four well it's gonna be a four i'll give it a six this is another movie i meant to rewatch but i didn't have time so it's been probably maybe 10 years so we're doing our best here but i do relate to when she gets to her job and she doesn't really know what's going on and like i i'll always remember they talk about the eyelash curler and they're like she probably doesn't even know what that is and i think when i watched it when i was in high school i was like i don't know what that is <laughs> and i like looked it up but so for that reason i relate i would also relate to being slightly terrified of meryl streep in real life just because she's my idol so i'd be scared to meet her yeah i gave it a seven i feel like i gave it a seven uh because i feel like being intimidated at work, but then also like trying really hard to make it your own and then maybe having it transform you and not like the best ways can be pretty relatable. Yeah, just that whole fashion world or like just getting it sucked into any sort of niche world can be a pretty intense experience. So 
I like that. Set and wardrobe. This one got a nine for me. It is a movie based on fashion, mm-hmm. so I would hope that they would do really well with that. I think Anne Hathaway's glow up and yeah, all the clothing that she gets when she does her little makeover is absolutely amazing and like I don't know, very reflective of the fashion of the time when it was filmed, which I just think is super cool and like hopefully will be really cool to watch back in like 30 years <laughs> or even 10 who knows <laughs> even now yeah and then the set um i wouldn't say there's a ton more to the set other than it's obviously new york um and it's based said to be based off of anna wintour and vogue jobs internships and i think that's that's really interesting and i imagine the set was based off of that and i think that's fascinating to me I gave it an eight for set and wardrobe. I seem to remember being very wowed by the outfits and Meryl Streep's fashion, especially. I gave it a nine just because I feel like, yeah, Meryl Streep's whole ensemble and makeup and hair and everything is just amazing every time. And yeah, it's all about fashion. I feel like they killed it. All right. Actors. I gave this a 10. Meryl Streep is perfect. Anne Hathaway is perfect. Stanley Tucci, Tucci is even more than perfect. <laughs> he, I'm obsessed with him. And so, um, I mean, with them three, plus others, I, I do love a lot of others. Emily Blunt, perfect. <laughs> like, honestly, the cast is just like incredible. So I have no notes. Everyone is perfect, especially Stanley. I also am giving a 10 because of Meryl Streep, mostly. I'm in a big Meryl Streep phase right now. I've always loved Anne Hathaway. And I remember watching this as as a child or as a teenager. Anne Hathaway was my number one in this movie. Now it's Meryl Streep. But yeah, and Emily Blunt, I love. I feel like this is such a different role for Emily Blunt too. So I love seeing her as like the crazy frazzled <laughs> friend. Yes. Yeah, I also gave it a 10. We are all on the same wow. page. High scores. It's got Meryl in it. What do you expect? Oh, it's true. That's like amazing. Meryl Ted. Um, we I don't. Together. <laughs> I don't necessarily like love Anne Hathaway. I don't hate her. I'm probably lead more towards liking her than disliking her. But I think she does a great job in the movie. Stanley Tucci, of course, incredible. I also have to shout out Rebecca Mater, who plays Charlotte on Lost. Shout out. But yeah, and Emily Blunt is so fun. And I also love just thinking that she was like dating John Krasinski at this time. Like everyone oh. in the office was like, you're dating that Emily Blunt? Like you could never, John Krasinski. <laughs> oh, so um, amazing. But yeah, just such a fun cast and they all really do an incredible job. Minus her boyfriend. Um, I'm not a huge fan of her boyfriend, but that's beside I was going to say, that would be my one who I'm like, eh. storyline. Um, I gave it a seven, but... Like, I think it's, yeah, it's good overall. I really like, I like the character development. Could be better. I also have a hard time with the part where she pretty much cheats on her boyfriend. And I don't know. I like, I have a hard time with that. And then like the ending. I, I just have a hard time with the men involved. I kind of am like, get the men out of the picture. Except and then, Stanley Tucci. Okay, not Stanley Tucci. <laughs> the two men that she's with. Like her boyfriend and then the... Mm-hmm. The slimy French boyfriend. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's very cute. He's just like not supportive of her dreams and goals. And I think a lot of people have a really hard time with that. Mm-hmm. But like, anyways, take the man out of the story and actually it'd be a nine out of ten. But because they're in there, it's a seven. <laughs> Demerit. Yeah. Um, I gave an eight 
yeah, like I said, I don't super remember this, but I remember that I loved it a lot. <laughs> I also gave it an A. I don't feel like I've actually seen this movie all the way through. <laughs> oh, dear. I've seen it on an airplane several times, but I feel like I always fall asleep and then it wasn't available to stream. I know the basic premise and I've like seen enough of it to like know everything. I just have never like sat down and watched it all the way through. It's always been broken up into different chunks because I would like start off where I left off vaguely on the airplane. I do really like idea of corruption and power corrupting and when she's able to kind of reject that and step away, rip Stanley. But yeah, and I also love like what it does for common viewer about the fashion world and kind of elevating it in some ways and also unmasking it in others. So it's very fun. And and Meryl's character is just such an incredible one to dissect. So very, very fun. Total is 30 for me. Minus 32. 32 or 30 comma 2? <laughs> 32. Okay. <laughs> They're minus 35. And next, oh, that's boy. so high, so high for a movie you haven't seen all the way through. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I basically have. I just haven't watched it in one sitting, but it's really those double tens. This is a great one coming up next. Made I know. Happen. I had seen this one before, but I rewatched it recently. Um, I was also on pain meds when I watched it. <laughs> Incredible. I, I have some kind of low scores, I will say. However, maybe I should rewatch it again. <laughs> No, no, this so is not a great movie, but I have so much love for my heart in it. <laughs> um, relatability, I give it a 5 out of 10. I would actually have it lower, but I do think the uh, draw to uh, date and marry a rich man is real. <laughs> there you go. Um, I gave it a 3, which is very low. Wow. I don't relate to wanting to run a hotel or working in a hotel, and I don't relate to being wooed by a rich, famous man. <laughs> That is but such a lie. <laughs> no, I've, that's never happened before. Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying like you wouldn't but ever. She doesn't, she doesn't really want to date him until she gets to know him a little bit. But I gave it five and a half. I think like relatability in of like wanting to aspire to do something more in your job and to not be stuck in one place. Like obviously she's the maid, but then she has these aspirations to do more. And she, like, loves her son a lot. And then, like, come on. Ray Fiennes falling in love with him. Done. Relatable. <laughs> that is relatable. <laughs> I guess what I meant is, like, she's trying to push him away. And he's, like, actively he's trying a- to get her. <laughs> and I don't relate to that. Mm. I wish I did. Yeah. Okay, for set and wardrobe, I gave it a three. I don't really remember their <laughs> wardrobe. Like, I feel like it, there's nothing really special about it. But... There is a fun draw that it's a lot of it takes place in the hotel that she works and childhood me especially would like absolutely love that. I gave it an eight percent because I have not stopped thinking about that cream pantsuit that she wears out of that girl's closet. Mm -hmm. I have seen multiple like outfits online that have been like I should buy that because it looks like the outfit JLo wore but then I don't buy it because I tell myself I can't buy clothes online right now. I love the hotel. Like, I love that her son can go to the hotel. I feel like as a child, I would have always dreamed that my mom worked at a hotel so I could just, like, basically live there. And then not saying that I wish you worked at a hotel, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I just think as a child, I would have thought that would be fun. Yeah. And then the Met, again, 
I love the dance at the Met, even though that's such an awkward scene, but it's so um, cheesy. Connection to when Harry met Sally, because it's the exact same room too with the the Egypt room. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a seven. I do also love that pantsuit that she wears. And then her dress is really beautiful, that whole outfit. Um also I when I first watched Made in Manhattan, it was just for my Ray Fiennes obsession and I thought it was terrible. <laughs> and then watching it multiple times in Florida with Ebony has made me like unironically love it. Maybe ironically love it. I don't know. But she loves that scene in that dress. So I'm like, okay, I get it. And also Rafe's baggy shirt look is so bad it becomes hot again. So seven out of ten. Wow. <laughs> the actors I gave six out of ten. Rafe finds is pretty freaking great in that I will say. <laughs> like stunning. Yeah. I I really loved him. And I like JLo. I don't want to hate on her at all. I like her, but she's not my favorite, especially in this movie. But I like her in other movies more, I will say. I have not really seen JLo. Like, I've not really seen any JLo movies now that I think about it. And I thought she was really cool. Like, I should watch some of her. So I gave the actor the six because I liked JLo. I like that she was, or I guess this is more like her character, but she's kind of... I don't know, trying to help charity and, I don't know, trying to open people's eyes to the problems in the world. Um, Rafe Fiennes does a great job, but I don't think he has a good accent. Maybe it's just because Um, I can't hear him without a British accent, and so it sounds weird to me, but I feel like he botched the American accent in this movie. (gasps) So it bothered me a lot. (laughs) And I love J-Lo's son. He's so cute, and he listens to bread. So he himself would get a 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and stanley tucci is in this maddie oh yeah he's the secretary <gasps> okay or the personal assistant oh i forgot about that see it's a little fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> i gave it a seven oh, it's a little fuzzy j-lo is she does a good job and yeah i like i appreciate what her character does obviously you know i'm such a fan of rafe um and her son does a good job too for the most part there's some like really cringy parts but i just do not like her friends at all. Like they, those are minus three points for her friends. I cannot stand them. They're oh, so yeah. annoying and I do not like them. <laughs> so, oh, and what's her name? Natasha. She's funny in this too. The, the like woman she's impersonating. Oh yes. I like, I like uh, her. She is funny. I feel like I don't necessarily, like I like her because of the actress, not necessarily because like, yeah, character. Natasha Richardson, the, the mom the one and the parent trap. Is Princess Diana. Oh. Because <laughs> she's in the parent trap. Yeah. It's <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Dory got a five out of ten for me, just pretty neutral. Just overall, it's not super interesting to me, but it's sweet. Um, I gave it a three, which seems really harsh, but when the credits were rolling, I had the thought, I did not like that. <laughs> but it's fun. And like, of course, it's the rom com, which is my love language oh Um, (laughs) but I don't know I didn't really love their relationship I didn't love the development of their characters it was lacking but it's still fun to watch like I would watch it again because I love rom-coms are you ready for a shocker I also gave it a three. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, it's not a good movie. Like, I really Honestly. just love it for kind of the laughs. There are parts that I do genuinely love, but I will just like, I love to watch it with Ebony. And the like, I'm coming out. The Diana oh, Ross God. song. 
she loves that so much and so it's like we will literally just like watch certain scenes all the time like when we're having people over and there's a like a down moment or someone's like let's turn on a movie she's like okay made manhattan <laughs> it's so funny. amazing oh um but there are things i really really like about it uh, but most of the things i i do not and i just kind of watch it for the laughs so yeah i love that um Final overall score. it's a, a 19 the lowest i'm so sorry yeah i think it's funny mine's a 20 mine is 27 and a half no i think that's 22 22 and a half can't read my own writing that's a big difference yeah (laughs) okay it is now time for our sponsor story Ooh. okay our sponsor story is brought to you by friendship boats (laughs) our last time well pretty much all the disney world boats (laughs) i last time we were in Florida. Lauren and I visiting Rachel. We were having our fun, and Lauren thought it was a good idea to ride all of the boats, which I think <laughs> there's one night in particular where we were like really, really tired, kind of a little bit, maybe, maybe grumpy, Rachel, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you were grumpy, but you were just really tired. I am to get home. Can you confirm? Yeah, I was I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> and then it, it yes, translated to it. being grumpy. <laughs> there we go. I was like, there was something going on <laughs> where you didn't want to spend more time. And anyways, Lauren convinced us to go on the friendship boats. Or was it a different boat? No, that was the friendship boats. The friendship boats. <laughs> and anyways, my tiredness translated to being really loopy <laughs> and it was a fun time. And so it's, uh, I meant to say, this is brought to you by free-floating vessels. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the man, <laughs> the announcer guy on the boat, every single time, I don't even know how many stops we made. Like, in my mind, I'm like, we made ten stops, and he said it ten times. But that's probably not true, but every time he would say, like, I don't know, please keep your arms and inside the boat, or, like, just remember this is a free-floating vessel. And I don't know why. Every time he said that, I was like, and it's because the first time I was like, uh, what did I say? Oh, I no, said. it's because I was like, the driver is so cute. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like, the driver's so cute. And, and then I said, he said, remember this is a free-floating vessel, and I said, are you a free-floating vessel? <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, might be an embarrassing story too. But anyways, then we kept repeating that, and I have many fun memories of that trip. Because like, yeah, many, he would many. say it every time we were approaching a dock, and every time we were leaving the dock. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, a lot. Times. And... And I think we made three hotel stops. Yeah. So I think it stops at the Swan and Dolphin, maybe. The Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach, and then Hollywood Studios. So that's eight Mm -hmm. times right there. Well, nine because of the time that we were leaving Epcot. (laughs) I just remembered that he's the one that was like, and looks like there's no more showings of Harmonious tonight. Sorry, guys. (laughs) And we were just like, we were like, what? (laughs) Not Harmonious. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real moment. But at least we got that. So for that reason, I didn't ask for its number. And that was also the night that it was the day Lauren had gotten Remy. Oh, yeah. And so her Remy magnetic rat was on her shoulder the whole time. And we were all just laughing so hard. I'm sorry that you were in pain, Rachel. No, it was okay. It it was a fun memory. (laughs) It it was a great time. We made the best of of what was slightly miserable for me. (laughs) Free floating vessels. I know. Painful night, but fun. We used the boats around Magic Kingdom too, the little um, resort launches. And I think they've still said it on those things too. Mm-hmm. No. I don't I don't I feel like it was as prominent. It was more prominent on that boat, or maybe on we were just loopy. I think but. they would say it sometimes, because we still be like, eh, eh. 
just all the boats in Disney World. Amazing. Incredible. Thank you, Friendship Boats. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next one is Love, Rosie. Okay. This one has a 7 out of 10 relatability for me. I don't know why. I feel like I just wanted to rank it highly. Because <laughs> I love this movie. I also gave a 7 out of 10. I think it's relatable that, like, timing is off for a lot of things. Like, every time they could be together, there was someone else or, like, the other person is not available. So, like, just, like, ships in the night, crossing paths, just not really, just things not working out. And I think in life, the timing is usually not right. Like, things just don't work out sometimes. And just trying to be patient, right? And figure out your life in the meantime and then things work out in the end i gave it a six which is probably slightly low but i think um it just felt like it was a simple conversation that they could have kind of had maddie i'm sorry because i know you love this movie so much and i enjoyed it but i might say some negative things about it so just know that it's just me being critical and that i support you and your love for it I'll balance it out with my positive things. Okay, okay. (laughs) I just feel like it was this thing that really revolved around miscommunication and not being able to have a conversation, and which is probably pretty true to life and probably pretty relatable for most people, but I just got kind of irritated with it. That is a red flag in a relationship, though, not being able to communicate, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, satin wardrobe. I gave it an 8 out of 10, which might seem high, but I'm really obsessed with Lily Collins. That goes into actors, but she, I love her outfits. I feel like I would wear everything that she wore. She's just so cute. And um, then the set, I I, I also just like that it's in, um, you know, I don't know where it is in England and boston between both those locations and i just like it's a cute and unique location for a rom-com since 99 percent are in new york um i was gonna give it a seven but i just remembered sam claflin's sweater his cable knit sweater that he's wearing for some of it and i had to give it an eight instead almost (laughs) went up to a ten but (laughs) oh my gosh I love Sam Claflin's outfits in this. I think he's so handsome and they dressed him so well. Like mm-hmm. the suit he wears at the funeral, I it like um focuses on him slowly and I was just screaming like <laughs> he's stunning. I think that Rosie's outfits also are just so adorable and they fit her so well. Really unique and fashionable and quirky. Yeah, I gave it a six, which after hearing everything you guys have had to say, probably is a bit low. I feel like when I was watching it, I was had this ranking system in mind, and I was like, I'm like just not feeling super one way or the other about the wardrobe. Like, I do like it, but it it doesn't like blow me away too. But hearing what you guys have said about it and how it complements their characters probably should be higher. But I stick to my guns and I say six. It's a cable knit sweater and a jean jacket combo. But if I find a man wearing that outfit, I might propose to him. You'll propose to him on the spot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, actors is 10 out of 10 for me because I I don't actually I haven't seen much with Lillian Collins, but I I am obsessed with her. Literally, I love her. I think she's the most beautiful woman ever, pretty much. And she also I just think is just the most darling 
relatable actress to me and her and Sam Claflin's chemistry is fire to me I think it's so good and he's an incredible actor so they're perfect um I give it a nine out of ten for actors mostly for Sam Claflin because I think (laughs) he's just so beautiful and so sweet in this and does make some poor decisions and poor communication that's the character though yes Lily Collins is so gorgeous they're just so cute together um, I can't really remember the supporting cast. Her parents? Oh, her dad? Oh, her dad does such a good job. Yeah. I gave it seven and a half. I feel like the main characters were very likable. So the guy, he's Sam, is that his name? That's mm-hmm. the actor's name. He's in Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like And in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, he's like the dweeby pirate, he's right? Oh. Yeah, he's the one that falls in love with the mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you that dweeby pirate translated. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Lily Collins in this. She is, of course, very famous for Emily in Paris, which was such a, a guilty pleasure <laughs> for that first season, and I have refused to go back. But <laughs> I won't um, watch that because I work in marketing and I'm just not. We're not gonna do that. It's gonna make me hate her. So. Oh yeah, it, it will. It 100 will. <laughs> yeah, but like she's. She's a good actress and she's fun and and I agree. So I I liked it. I think I was going to say part of it is like some of these other ones that I'm giving tens to. It's because I'm like, oh, I love them in other things. And so I'd like, oh, I know them from other things, but I'm not like super, super familiar and love them. But I enjoyed their performance. Okay. The story for me is also a 10. <laughs> Very high. That is mainly because when I first watched this movie, it was also this year. So it's a like new favorite of mine. And I have a similar view of this kind of to like Harry Met Sally when when Harry Met Sally, where like, I love that it's over a long period of time. It's literally over like, I don't know, 15 years between like 15 and yeah, 20 years. Like it's like a long period of time. And I love their relationship and their friendship, even though it might be not appropriate at times when they're both married, spoiler alert, (laughs) but like. Um, I also love that watching it for the first time with Lauren was especially entertaining because they both get married. Like, it's not (laughs) even like they call off the wedding beforehand and he stands up and breaks off the wedding or like, you know, like that doesn't happen. Like they both like actually get married and it's just this long ordeal, which could be seen as annoying. But to me, it's kind of cute and hopeful and it all works out in the end, even though it took so long and they've lived like these full lives and even like at the beginning when she got pregnant, I was like, oh, she's not going to have the baby or she'll adopt her or just all of these things. Like it was just honestly really unexpected to me. And I love that she, they both have these like full on full characters and lives and then they don't get together until the end. I gave it a seven out of 10 for story. I do really appreciate that it was like unexpected. I really, I was like, he just got married <laughs> I was like are you kidding me that? I know oh my gosh that's uh, so funny I did get a little bit tired by the end I was like no another wedding like are you kidding me this can't keep happening but it is very cute and I do appreciate oh my gosh I feel like this happened multiple times where he like comes into the background slowly into the foreground and it's just like suddenly focused on him and it's just like uh, I gave it a six. I appreciate being able to hear you talk about it, Maddie. It's helped me appreciate it more. Um, 
but kind of similar feelings to Lauren. I really loved the beginning. Yeah, there were like all these twists and turns and you're like, what's going to happen? And then like it just kind of lost me in the middle and then to the end where I just I like kind of just got bored. Like it was just like a little bit repetitive and Mm -hmm. slightly unbelievable. Like just the ways that they would like keep the characters apart. Sometimes I was just like, like I just hated all the girlfriends that he would find that were just like literally such terrible human beings that you're like, he would never like... (laughs) <laughs> he has such a type, first yeah. of all. Like, he's just, like, going for the blondes because they're not... I know, he's dumb. His dream brunette, right? But I, it just was, like... I, it just felt a little unbelievable to me. My other biggest complaint really fast with Love, Rosie is that they didn't age. Like, put, oh. give them some makeup. Like, that, I think, was yeah. the other hard thing. Was It was, like... <laughs> wait, her daughter is, like... Looks like she's almost the same age now. <laughs> that was my biggest complaint. Okay, I'm sorry. And that was just more a complaint of, like, the makeup department and the directing <laughs> more than, like, the plot or the actors. So, but I, I love what you said about, like, things working out and just, like, their relationship over time. And so I do see the really good aspects of it. And I was excited to hear you talk about it because I know you've loved it. So I appreciate your thoughts. Overall, it got a 35 for me. Mine's 31. I gave it a 25. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You are allowed to give it that. (laughs) Okay, our next one is about time. Okay, this one I gave a nine for relatability, which is shocking considering we cannot time travel. (laughs) Here's why. Here's why. In my defense, um, I gave it that because I think that the actual like story and this guy's experience, first of all, like, He's not even, like, he's not a Sam Claflin. He's not, like, this insanely hot, perfect, amazing man. Like, <laughs> he's just this cute, dorky, amazing English guy who's a teenager at first. And, like, I just feel like it's so relatable in that way. And then the way that he learns about his life through his special gift is incredible. And there's so many, like, quotes to me that are just, like, I, I want them on my wall. I think they're just like relatable and they make me think about life and I have to talk about this movie for hours. So I'll stop. <laughs> I love that. I gave it a seven because kind of the same reasons. Um, He's just such a real, I'm not a guy, so I don't know how guys think, but I feel like he's, he's more like a real person rather than just like a cool macho, like, you know, a Ray Fiennes and made in my head and just like, I'm kind of a one-sided character. And just like his, the way he approaches relationships, and I also think main girl, yeah, the main girl, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yes, I think she's pretty relatable too. She just also seems like a very real lady, and like their relationship seems like their marriage. You see them like fighting sometimes, and I don't know. I think, but yeah, there's the time travel aspect, so took off a few points for that, and like being able to change your life <laughs> like that. I wish we could. Mm. Do you know? Well, just um, the way he does it. I will discuss that later. I gave it a six out of ten. Uh, I think the time travel was the main factor I was thinking of, but I really do love all the like relationships that go on, like the ones that he has with his family and his weird actor friend, and <laughs> um, their relationship is really sweet too. So it should be higher than I gave it. So. I feel badly about that. So I'm glad you guys You're are rounding me one, out. Don't you feel You're bad? You're only one below me, so. Okay. 
Um, set and wardrobe is seven for me because um, this one for me is mainly based on the set. I love, again, that it's kind of in a unique place compared to most movies in somewhere in England. I don't know. But their house is just so cute and like on the coast, like literally, I don't even know where it is. I should look that up. But like, I, I love the, the vibe of their home and family and everything is just so magic to me and i even ate i don't i can't really remember the wardrobe i feel like donald gleason dresses very well in this film and i think there are a couple of dresses that um rachel mcadams wears that i was like that's so cute like i would wear that but yeah also the set i love that house i want to live there yes with the cliffs i have i gave it a seven probably just because it's on the poster but her wedding dress in like that red dress is so oh, yeah that's so oh, cute so- very lovely. Very nice. Actors, I give 10 as well. Because I think that they're just a really cute and unique pairing. And Domhnall Gleeson, the guy, is really good at just being just this dorky, cute, relatable guy. I also really, really, really love Rachel McAdams. So, um, I don't know. I just think she's very sweet. And also, I think his family, I cannot get over how perfect his family is and just like their connection like just seems like real to me and his dad um that actor is just amazing like i i really loved him um yes i also gave a 10 because i absolutely adore donald gleason in this one um we love donald gleason because he is bill weasley and he's in star wars the new star wars so we always yell for bill at every disney park or (laughs) because he shows up everywhere but he's just so cute in this movie and so sweet and not like yeah like you said not classically attractive i think just like adorable and you just fall in love with him Mm -hmm. and i do love rachel mcadams i love her friend the crazy one (laughs) yeah the blonde girl i forgot her name but i love that actress i also love yeah bill nye (laughs) not bill nye the science guy bill nye yeah he's such a good actor i love him um i cry so much in this movie because of him and donald gleason together his sister i think is a really good actress she's just so different than everyone else she's a fun addition nice i gave it a nine out of ten it is the reunion of obscure movie harry potter characters (laughs) rufus scrimger and bill weasley palling around bill nye is rufus scrimger yeah (laughs) wow that's like the only reason him. I knew him for so long. I love him. <laughs> and he's also in Doctor Who, but that's besides the point. Yeah, so I, I really like everybody. And I was kind of like, Rachel McAdams, she, like, I really only know her in Mean Girls, and this is a, a different sort of role for her to take on. Very different. Very different. Yes. Yeah. And she's a, like such a gem. Like, loved her character. The sister was, I did like her. And I also will say, I appreciate, I feel like when he's a teenager he does seem a lot younger and then like the older he gets and as he turns into a father I feel like whether it's what he's doing or like what the costumes are doing or makeup or whatever I do feel like it seems like he does age so Mm -hmm. maybe since this is just back to back against Love Rosie I'm looking at that but that's kind of beside the point great actors great um performances oh except for the uncle I don't know how I feel about him. He's a little weird. Oh, he's Ew. funny. I feel like he's just comedic relief. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't like him. So maybe that's where my minus one goes. <laughs> oh, I like him. I, he makes me sad. <laughs> the uncle that he lives with? Or the one that the family lives with? The family, the uncle. What uncle are you talking about? Are you talking about, oh, no, never mind. Maybe it's just the family friend that he lives with in London. Oh, the actor. The one who's like a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I hate him. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Oh, and his like weird. The simple uncle. Yeah. His weird. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. He's just, he's like so honored to be included in things. Because no one likes him because he's weird. Because he's. Makes me sad. Mentally handicapped. (laughs) Okay. Um. His next one storyline story? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The story also gets a 10 for me. A lot of these I've rated so highly, I know, but I really feel that way about them. This one, I will just say, I kind of already said it earlier with relatability, but like, I just genuinely love this movie and how it makes me think about life and the storyline passing many years. And it's just, it's very deep to me. And I, after the last time we watched it, I, I'm not exaggerating. I didn't recover for weeks, like thinking about it. And that <laughs> to me is a very good story and movie. So yeah. And it makes me cry a lot. Um, I also gave it a 10 for story. I know it has flaws. I know you're going to talk about the time travel. I know on Letterboxd, people have pointed out that like, there's a big issue with the idea that men can control time and women can't. And like, but I don't care. I love the story. <laughs> I think it's so sweet and so cute. I just, I can't complain about those things because everything else overshadows it. So. Yeah. Um, I gave it a seven. I did. I really liked it. <laughs> I feel like it's very long. Like. I keep thinking about different things that happen and I was like, oh yeah, I was struggling to like still stay with the story at this point. And it might have just been when the time that I watched it, because I did watch it with you guys and I fell asleep and then I watched it again with my roommates and I struggled to stay awake at the end. Sometimes it's just hard to start movies too late in the evening for me. However, I did really like it and I loved their relationship and... I love the relationship between him and his father and there's some really, really sweet sentiments and spoilers, but I just love kind of what that he stopped using the gift. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it feels like two different movies in some ways to me. Like I love the romance and that whole buildup in that story. Like I was eating it up. I thought it was so cute. I really loved it. And I also just loved this part where he would like, he couldn't, he wasn't going to be able to see someone and had to like make those choices. And that part is like so emotional. And so it made me cry. So those things I really loved. Am I going to get nitpicky about some things besides the length? Probably just a little. This is what the time travel didn't bother me as much because it seemed like there were times when it was like fixing stuff and it wouldn't make sense. Like the whole part with her sis with his sister, I really didn't like how far back in time they jumped and then just like coming back to the present and being like oh like it just yeah it was really like I didn't love how they dealt with time there I appreciated that it like set up some rules for how when you manipulate time how it can drastically change things um but some of the usual issues I have with time travel in films were not there 
However, I really hated how he, and it's not quite like Groundhog Day level irritation, but like, I hated how it seemed, (laughs) I hated how it seemed like they had to have a perfect relationship and that he couldn't have awkward moments in like the early courtship and he couldn't have like awkward stumbling things or just like mistakes and he had to like come there or just like that he would say the wrong thing and he's like I'm gonna go back and do it again and it wasn't like a manipulative way but it just made I was like that's part of a relationship it's like working through uncomfortable and awkward things together and like especially in the early stages like you gotta embrace that that's part of it that's like part of growing together and so I like didn't love that but I loved how in the end he was like kind of going away from that and the different lessons that the different takes on the dad's advice and then also what he learned himself using this gift so 100 percent. but yeah i think we all would do that and like he learns you know he does that because yeah. he has the power to do it yeah but then and... he, like she doesn't learn <laughs> but i think the purpose of it is that then like he grows out of that and he grows and he realizes that he that's learns not to what it's love for. the awkward moments it's so like it teaches us like for good we yeah. all would do that until yeah. we watch this movie and then we realize that wow those awkward moments are special <laughs> i know but that is very valid. It is true. Okay, final scores. This one's a 36 for me. 35. 31. Wow. While you were sleeping. Okay, this one, relatability, has a five for me. Um, <laughs> I It should be lower. <laughs> Let's just, we're going to do a live lowering. We're going to, just most recently watching it. It's going to be a three, just because I would genuinely never do that i think the only cute maybe relatable part is that it's like she wants a family so bad mm-hmm. that's so close-knit mm-hmm. so yeah um i gave it a five i definitely relate to falling in love with some rando that so they have no idea who you are you keep very close tabs on them like every time they go past you're like there he is but yeah do not relate to <laughs> carrying on this uncomfortable lie that like I don't know. She has her reasons, I guess, but she has so many opportunities to tell them until she's literally at the altar. I mean, maybe not the altar, but literally about to say her wedding vows. I gave it a six, and I think most of that just comes from, like, wanting to have good connections and relationships in your life. If it was purely based on whether or not I'm attracted to Peter Gallagher, is that his name? Zero out of ten. He gives me Stop. such. He's eek. not cute. He is spooky. He's so spooky. I, I think it's his eyebrows are huge and his lips are huge, and they just don't fit in his He's face. Really spooky looking. <laughs> he like looks kind of like Michael Jackson. Post, I was gonna say that post facial surgery. I was gonna say that. Like he like, he looks I? fake on his face. He's not it. <laughs> He's not it. <laughs> so funny set in wardrobe i give it a six out of ten um i don't feel like anything super memorable but it's that high just because of the nostalgia element and she does have so many like baggy outfits Mm -hmm. we noticed when we watched it this time um yeah i said five out of ten i think it's interesting like a lot of these other movies the main actress has a moment where like she dresses up wears a super fancy outfit I can't think. I don't think she really. She doesn't really have a. She doesn't glow have a glow up. up. Yeah, she does that. Yeah, she just kind of wears her things, and I appreciate I that. that. Yeah. And 
usually I am wowed by very nice dresses. So the fact she doesn't really wear one takes some points off, even though I do appreciate. I do love that she wears her dad's coat all the time. I think that's really cute. I also said five. Yeah, I just feel like it was kind of middle of the road. Like, nothing super memorable, but also not, like, the worst. It wasn't distracting uh, in how bad it was. So. Mm. All right. Actors. Eight out of ten. Mm. Yeah, we'll stay there. Because, no, we're going to do seven out of ten. <laughs> I have changed some things live, if you haven't noticed, because I. I have, too. Um, I'm going to say seven. Because I love Sandra Bullock um don't love the actor for peter as we discussed uh, but the guy who who plays jack jack the guy she ends up falling in love with don't really know if you've seen him in anything else but i love him and i think he's just funny and i fell in love with him and he just looks like this perfect like 90s kind of like i don't think he's like super conventionally attractive mm -hmm. but he ends up being a heartthrob in the end bill pullman that's yeah. the actor he's cute um i gave a seven out of ten because yes i love sandra bullock um i think she's so cute it's like she's so young in this it always shocks me because we're used to sandra in her 30s and 40s so it's fun to see her young and then yeah i do like bill pullman in this i've seen him in other films where he was a very bad person so i have a little sad feelings towards him but you do fall in love with him in this and then i just want to shout out to joe jr he reminds me of jordan from gmm cotton candy randy oh my gosh <laughs> just because he's like a little bit rounder got the brown tight curls so that's why and i love his new york accent he's a very icky character but he's so icky he's <laughs> not appropriate and yes not a good guy oh this is her her landlord the landlord's son yeah okay, okay. yeah 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 that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> but every time he'd be on screen i'd be like oh <laughs> <laughs> so conventionally i sandra bullock tops my list of actors or actresses i just dis dislike for no particular reason and you know what she was fine like She's in Prince of Egypt, so that has helped soften my weird dislike of her. Um, she's still not my favorite, but she was like enjoyable enough. You know, she didn't completely distract from the movie. I feel like I I rated it so highly mostly because I loved the family and I th thought they were so fun mm -hmm. and so funny, and I just like appreciated, even though this is a movie, but I just love that they like took her in and were so down with her and like fell in love with her and it was like more of a a love story between originally the first half which I really liked is like this love story of adopting her into their family um so yeah it was good I I liked it more than I was expecting story for this one gets an eight for me because <laughs> I mean I think it's really fun and unique uh it's just a fun idea obviously it's very unrealistic um <laughs> like when the guy wakes up from his coma but he's like still there but he has amnesia but it's just like all kind of like a mess it's just kind of weird but like um I will say like one complaint with the storyline uh it's pretty big it's just that um it's not it's not like it's a random love interest um and this would be from the guy's perspective the guy um 
What's his name? Jack? Jack, who falls in love with her. I think it's it's a problem with him. He falls in love with her, but like it's his brother's fiance. And again, that's just a little hard for me to get over, even though technically she's not. It's like she doesn't know that. I know, but he should have stopped way. And Mm -hmm. I mentioned that to Lauren when we were watching it. I was like, and this is the point where he goes too far. And this is like, (laughs) it's like every time I'm like, dude. And so I have like a little bit of a problem with that because I'm like, it's not even just like a random person that she's dating it's like his brother and so I'm like oh it's just like extra icky but I guess that makes it more interesting as well yeah um <laughs> I gave it a seven because I think it's really fun it's really nostalgic for me there are a lot of quotes in it that um are frequently quoted in my house but yeah I it's just a little uncomfortable the whole story that she's living this lie and she's letting it go bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a veggie tale about this. <laughs> but... I think I'll take the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> <laughs> veggie tales is much shorter. <laughs> Would recommend this over veggie tales, but yeah, I do. I like it a lot. Um, I gave it a six. I liked it more than I expected to. And I think it really was like the dynamic of the family. I really hated the subplot of falling in love with the brother like I found it so much more humorous for her to keep up this lie and then I I would have loved for it to have just been like he wakes up and doesn't know her and the family like chooses to keep her around anyway because they've fallen in love with her as a person instead of just like this forced romance I don't know I just like really did not believe it or like it so um but it was really funny and like I I liked I was intrigued and I wanted to keep watching so a six this one does have a very classic rom-com cheesy ending with like the just married on the train and they're kissing they just got married it's just like all right we've seen this one before (laughs) and overall Overall, scores 24 for me mine's also 24 mine is also 24 that's wow. so spooky. Even down there. It's much lower than I was expecting because yeah. as a teenager, this was one of my favorite movies. But Aww. I don't know. It didn't age well, I don't think. <laughs> All right. Our next one is Pretty Woman. Okay. Relatability. This is going to be a two out of ten. It will be my lowest relatability. <laughs> I am not a prostitute. Um, <laughs> no. No, that's the big part of it. It's just like not very... It's an interesting movie, but it is not very real or relatable to me. My relatability is a six out of ten because I am a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I just think I don't know. This is kind of back to my previous relatability scale, where it's more like, I mean, this isn't a real relationship, and it's a very fantasy. But like, just the idea that there are prostitutes out there that are only prostitutes because. They had nowhere else to go or like like she's this very lovely girl that was living like she's from Georgia or somewhere maybe maybe Julia Roberts is actually from Georgia I don't remember where this girl is supposed to be from but um and then she just ended up in LA and her friend just kind of tried to trying to help her out um I don't know I like that aspect of it that it's like humanizing these people that we don't usually that we usually look down on, right? Just like lameness, humanizing the prostitutes. That heart of gold trope that is in like crime and punishment and lameness. Um, of course, Pretty Woman is a complicated film. 
and has been subject to many critiques. Prostitution is a very difficult subject to portray and has not been widely, I don't know, I was watching something on it recently and I don't know that I like have a very strong opinion on it, but um, I think prostitution either falls into like woman who is a dirty skank and woman who has no other choice in the world but has a heart of gold and desperate yeah and i think there's like a lot more nuance and range throughout that um experience that i don't really have a lot of background (laughs) not like personal experience but just like even just like studying or like trying to understand that perspective more i don't feel like i have a lot to speak on that so i'm not gonna throw my hat in the ring one way or the other um, I did give it a six more so for like if I suddenly came into like free money basically or just like I don't know going around and spending all this money and I yeah I don't know six out of ten I don't really have a lot of great reasons for it <laughs> but Lauren and I just want to become prostitutes with hearts of gold so <laughs> secretly well is it in, in up, hopes that that in happens a man like that <laughs> uh it was all worth it no that's my lowest thing and i mean you'll see for good reason but i (laughs) set in wardrobe as 9.5 for me because Mm -hmm. the fashion is amazing like i love her outfits and when she goes shopping and like it's all this new stuff like i feel like that's just like iconic and people talk about it like years and years later it's just like this yeah iconic scene and um and the difference from like her outfit at the very beginning mm-hmm. to like what she changes to, even though I think her outfit at the very beginning is so fun and her wig and everything, like it's just unique and and yeah. Um yeah, I gave ten out of ten for set and wardrobe. The dress she wears to the opera and that necklace that he gives her. I wish I could wear something like that. Um and then, like, the outfit she wears to the polo match and the coral set that she's wearing when her friend comes. And it's just, she's just beautiful. And extra points for Julia Roberts. She's just so beautiful in this movie. When I was rewatching it, I was like, okay, this is, yeah, I'm now a big Julia Roberts fan. This was, this was when, <laughs> when I rewatched this, like, two weeks ago. This sold it for you. Um, I only gave it an 8 out of 10, which seems like it's a high score generally but like for the movie it feels low so yeah just really amazing costumes maybe the set was like a little bit funky I like his hotel room was very fancy but sometimes it just felt like a little clunky I don't know maybe that's just me trying to defend my eight actors um actors for me is eight out of ten um I love Julia Roberts. I've already said that. So she's kind of the biggest win for me. I, uh, what's the guy's name? Is it Richard Gere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him and I think he's supposed to come off as kind of like a tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know another word. <laughs> kind of rude and prideful and I don't know, but I think like it's a little oh much for me. Look how old he is. He's so old now. But yeah, I like him. I think I'm, but that's the thing I'm like trying to think. Could her chemistry or something have been better with someone else? Maybe. I don't know who, but that's why it's an eight. I was going to say here that Al Pacino, I think he read for the part that uh, 
Richard Gere's part. Or Richard he would Gere. be Richard Gere. I thought that's how you said it. Richard he would be Gere. so short compared to Julie Roberts. It's true. Oh my, you're right. She's probably <laughs> not, like a foot taller than him. Not especially that that's a bad heels. thing. You're right. It's Gere. Richard Gere. Oh. <laughs> you know when you've said something your whole life one way? I'm, I'm not changing it. I'm gonna say Richard Gere. Maddie, um, your face. That was the best reveal. <laughs> oh. Were you just done talking about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of already talked about Julia Roberts. She was only like 20, 21 in this film. Young. It, it was kind of her first movie, I think. And she's just so fun and fresh and different. This is why I fell in love with her. She's just so cute and pure. She has this pure energy in um yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable with the age gap also because I think he was like 40 mm-hmm. and she was 20. So that was a little uncomfortable. That probably contributes to the lack of... I don't think there's a lack of chemistry, but there could be more, Yeah, like you were saying. Um, but I still still really like him. still think he's very handsome. Do not like um, <laughs> George Costanza. I forgot his real name. The guy from Seinfeld, his personal secretary oh, guy. Well. He's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gave it a seven and a half. I obviously Julie Roberts is queen. Um, I really Richard. This is the first time I watched Pretty Woman. The one I'm more familiar with between the two of them is Runaway Bride, and I don't super love that movie. I probably should give it another rewatch. But yeah, it's something I don't know. He is older. I don't know. I was like, am I just chalking it up to like the Silver Fox? But. The age difference, like, always gave me the ick. Like, I just never bought it. And it's not that he isn't handsome or doesn't do a good job. I just, like, don't like them together and have a hard time with that relationship. Wait, that is funny that you say that because I really, really like Runaway Bride. And I actually like their chemistry way more in that movie. And I don't know why. I think it's because she's way more giggly in that movie. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I'll have this to... YouTube video says it's gear. Oh. <laughs> we Sorry, Rachel, I didn't even interrupt you. But... It is gif jif. Um, oh, gosh. No, no, you're good. I, I, I also, like, low-key loved the hotel manager guy. Oh, yeah! He's in The Princess Diaries. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's I'm obsessed the, with him. He's, he's the, like, um, the limo driver, and he's, like, her bodyguard. He's almost Stanley Tucci level, like, level of, like, side an character. angel. Not quite. I need like, him in my him. life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm distracted. I just want to see if he'll say his name. Um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Say my name, say my name. He's not going to go, hi, I'm Richard Gere. <laughs> You're right, it's not going to work. But maybe Jimmy Kimmel will say it. Well, would he say his last name? Probably. So I'm just going to be like, like when he's introducing him. Well, dear listeners, sorry if we have pronounced it incorrectly. We are uninformed. Screaming. (laughs) All right. We're just story. Story is an eight for me. I'm second guessing that a little bit, but I have no thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I like it. It's, um... It can be a little bit problematic in some ways, but I've chosen to overlook that and still give it an eight. An eight. There we go. <laughs> I gave it a nine out of ten. I did just bump it down from a ten out of ten because I do recognize that it has flaws. There, yeah, there's problems, but 
for some reason I just love this movie the first time I watched it I cried <laughs> which this is not a movie that invokes tears but I did because I was like they just they love each other and they're so cute even though their relationship is based on money oh I love when he flies her to San Francisco to the opera that is the level of opulence that I wish I could experience <laughs> just one day oh um, my gosh and wear her outfit and everything I don't know and I also appreciate that like she finds herself and grows and becomes who she or gets on the path that she deserves to be on oh and like she changes him for the better too like he's an unhappy man living a life he doesn't love and then I don't know I think they both touch each other and change each other so I like that um I gave it a six and a half sorry it's quite low um okay. I love it for the office reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole like pretty like the going back into the store. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> um that is like just honestly, that puts my ranking ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> If it's referenced in the office. I love that. <laughs> yes, truly was like my only understanding of Pretty Woman for the longest time. There also were so many nods that felt so specifically chosen for me. And I was like, who crafted this movie and put I Love Lucy <laughs> in it and Charade? And then they go and eat at a place called Voltaire? Like, stuff kept just kept happening. And I was like, excuse me. Wow. Someone... Someone had me in mind while they were making this because, you know, I love prostitutes. But <laughs> I, I don't know that I would, like, return to it anytime soon. Um, oh, I well, the other thing I was going to say, My Fair Lady is the musical, and it's a very similar plot. I mm-hmm. think that they took it from My Fair yeah. Lady's too. But yeah. it's a fun modern re- um, adaptation set in a Hollywood. Yes, the, which is based Hollywood. on Pygmalion, the George Bernard Shaw play. Wow, my fair lady. You just said a lot of words I don't know. <laughs> All these things. Pygmalion is the the play of my fair lady, and then they turned it okay. into school. The origin. Yeah. Okay. Scores. It is a twenty-seven point five for me. It's a thirty-four for me. Wow, girl. I gave it a thirty. P.S. I love you. Okay. This isn't. Eight out of ten for relatability. I unfortunately relate to it a little bit too much with just like the grieving of one's partner and love and all of those things. And so I knew that that was going to make me pretty sad watching it. Yeah, I wish I related more to the marrying an Irish man though. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> all the Irishmen in this are like, I gotta move to Ireland. I know. <laughs> not fair that every time she goes to Ireland, she finds someone I know. that loves her. Have you ever tried to go to Ireland? No, but I... <laughs> if I go and it doesn't happen, I'm going to be bitterly disappointed. You're right. So I gave a six for relatability, maybe for that reason? I don't know. I mean, yeah, anytime you've been in a relationship that doesn't work out, that you can kind of relate to that, but I've not experienced it to that extent. Yeah, I gave it a six and a half Similarly, I have not been married and then lost, but I feel like 
the just like the exploration of grief and learning to live and like continue to find passion and joy and relationships after experiencing such a heavy loss and grief i can relate to that on what level set Um, and wardrobe that is a three for me honestly i yeah i wish it was more okay no it's gonna be a four because and this is why i had just changed it but the this wardrobe really does not make an impression on me i don't really like anything about it there's nothing special to me but the part of the set that's in ireland i think is obviously incredibly beautiful and makes you want to go to ireland I gave a six for set and wardrobe. Yeah, mainly big points for the scenes in Ireland. And then I feel like when she, when they first meet, it goes back to that um, first meeting scene. She's wearing something that I thought was really cute. I can't remember what it is. Something stripey. Colorful. Yeah. That I was like, oh, that's a cute outfit. She looks like she, it also kind of makes her look younger and they're trying to make her look like a college girl, but there were a few outfits that I was like, oh, I like that. I gave it a six as well, basically for the same reasons you guys have said. I don't feel like I have anything else to add, except for her shoes, which I actually feel like are not great at all. But I don't like your <laughs> shoes. They're ugly. They're so ugly. Unfortunately, they are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's a minus one. <laughs> your dream and passion sucks. Yeah. <laughs> You're really bad at that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, actors. For me is a seven um the only reason it's that high so I don't really like Hillary Swain she's just she's just not it for me unfortunately and that's all I'm gonna say because <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to hate on any woman actresses but I'm allowed to no I don't hate her <laughs> she's just not not it but okay so I had never seen this movie all the way through and I watched it this week and every time I had kind of seen it on like tv just maybe seen like parts of it and I always thought the man in it was like, he's not really attractive. I was a girl when I watched that before. Now I am a woman. <laughs> and I appreciate that that man is gorgeous. You're talking about <laughs> the her husband. Her husband. Yeah. Both ah. of them. Her husband. And I, I just appreciated it so much more. So he's the one that brought it up to a seven for me. I gave a six because, yeah, I don't. I also don't love Hillary Swank. I'm so sorry, Hillary, but... I, I think it's because I watched Million Dollar Baby and just had really bad experience with it. Med- medically, it didn't make medical sense, so I was a nitpick for that. But, um, yeah, I don't think she's as beautiful as maybe other people do. Also, don't love how Harry Connick Jr. acts or looks, which was disappointing. I don't think I've seen him in a movie before. Oh, I love his voice, and we listen to his voice, especially at Christmas time. But I was watching it and looked at who he was, and I was like, oh, that's what he looks like. like. I was not pleased to find that out. So don't love him as an actor in the movie. Do love Gerard Butler. Do love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which is the second Irishman that she finds. I was, I don't know, when she falls in love with him. Oh, it was when he starts, he's singing to her, and he goes, this goes out to a girl named blah, blah, blah. I like screamed. I was like, what? It's for some Irish Aww. man to dedicate a song to me in live band. <laughs> and I ask you, friends, what's a fella to do? I also gave it a six. I don't hate Hillary Swank. And she's kind of an Anne Hathaway figure for me, where I'm like, don't love her, but I also don't hate her. But I'd probably lean towards like more than dislike. 
Um, I feel like we were about to have another office reference of the Hillary Swank hot or not yes. competition. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the side of not hot. <laughs> the way that Gerard Butler is the Phantom of the Opera, like I just can't separate that out in my mind. And I don't know if that makes me love the movie or like love him. It has to like, but he's just so goofy and as the Phantom. Now, total respect to the movie because it was my obsession with the fan of the opera for most of my young life but now i have found a better version sorry gerard but i i don't know i'm just settling it to six like none of them are my favorite actors i think they all do a really good job in it harry connick jr is spooky as heck he was rivaling <laughs> peter gallagher as my least favorite person in rom-com so far <laughs> wow <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Okay. Agree. <laughs> um, okay, the story's an eight for me, mainly because, you know, there's not, <laughs> to me, there's not a huge storyline. I guess it's like the process of her grieving. So yes, there is. But I do really appreciate the flashbacks. And then, of course, like the course of his letters trying to help her through her healing journey. And I'll bring that back to I thought that was just so sweet and relatable. So I gave a seven. Um, I really liked how it didn't, it wasn't linear in their relationship that it went back and forth. And like, you saw something and you didn't quite understand. Like, I think it talked about, oh, she was upset about the song and you don't know why. And you don't find out until the very end when you see that he's saying that exact song to her in that same bar. And like, I don't know. You don't even see how they meet until towards the end. So I really loved how that crafted their story and their relationship. Um, I think my problems with it were, I don't know. It's real that like she spends so much time grieving. And I think it's appropriate that it spends a lot of time on her like not doing anything because she's so sad about it. But it doesn't make for the best movie. <laughs> Entertainment factor wise. And also don't love that, yeah, she became a shoe designer and she's really bad at it. <laughs> um, I gave it an eight and a half. I feel like I was watching it kind of in the midst of my, like, I've been watching a lot of rom-coms the very first time I watched it anyway. And I don't like any of them because they all end sappy. And this one, like, has sappiness to it, but it just feels more real and feels more like of an exploration in depth rather than just like watch these two very attractive people fall in love which they are well unless you're not hot team for Hillary oh. Swing. <laughs> they are attractive people that have fallen in love but I just appreciated kind of a very different take on the rom-com genre and I loved the ending I was like stressing the whole time and I'm going to put a big spoilers warning at the beginning of the episode. I was so stressed she was going to, like, get with Harry Connick Jr. And I was going to be like, this is the worst movie. And so when she didn't, I was like, <laughs> I was the same. <laughs> it literally was going to ruin Saved the whole thing. It. I was like, okay. <laughs> but this is one of Biz's favorite movies, at least favorite rom-coms. And to watch it with her and to see her just sob is, like, Aww. such a treat. It is delightful. <laughs> like, I want that experience. I also cry a lot when I when I watch this movie, but like it just I just love watching people's favorite movies with them. It is such a a better experience. Like I feel like I appreciate ET more. That's why Maddie, 
I need to watch Love Rosie with watch or no no I need to watch my best friend's wedding. my best friend's wedding with you I would love to do that and Love Rosie but probably my best friend's wedding yeah total score for me is 27 on that one mine's 25 also 25 all right we got two more and our three-hour podcast that we're in the middle of I know I'm so sorry you're gonna have a lot of editing literally just cut out five of these <laughs> <laughs> no it's fun leap year leap year is only a five relatability for me I yeah I don't even know how to explain it's kind of just like neutral like there's nothing super big and relatable and I don't know um I gave it a four for relatability because I would fall in love with Matthew Good if I was on a road trip with him through Ireland definitely this is true yeah that's where the relatability ends <laughs> there was no follow-up i gave it a six likewise just because matthew good is mm, chef's kiss i really hope i don't relate to amy adams character in any other way well set and wardrobe is a six for me the wardrobe like i do think amy adams wardrobe is unique it is very amy adams <laughs> the set in ireland stunning I love it. And that's why I can't give it a lower score. Yeah, I gave it an eight for Ireland. I think the like the camera work in this movie, or at least the shots of Ireland are beautiful. Maybe you can't shoot Ireland poorly. But <laughs> that's the only reason I don't I wasn't super impressed with Amy Adams' wardrobe or any of their wardrobes. I'm just, uh, it's probably just the, the bias in the ones that we picked, but I am like, New York and Ireland, obviously we gotta move there if we're gonna get, fall <laughs> yeah. in love. I gave it a seven, mostly for Ireland, but I feel like Matthew is, pulls off some good sweater looks. Oh, you're right. I love a man in a sweater. Table knit sweater. <laughs> Didn't you give, sweater. you gave it an eight though, so that's, that's high. Okay, you're right, you're right. Okay. Um, actors is a seven for me and that, um, I have a little bit of a love hate relationship with Amy Adams. I think she's a really good actress, but I, I just struggle with her sometimes. And in this movie, I like her. I used to love this movie a lot more with her. And, um, I honestly, I don't know if I can even watch it anymore because I like it. It's just, yeah. (laughs) So the seven, the biggest part of that is being pulled by Matthew. Beautiful, beautiful man. Honestly, he's just like one of the most attractive men I've ever seen in chick flick and so unique love him and her fiance oh. I forgot Adam Scott oh, I and forgot that Adam Scott was in this Adam Scott this is the first time I saw him um and I oh, he's hilarious um he's icky in the movie he's so and he's supposed icky. to be but it's so funny so I had to mention him yes I give a seven for actors for pretty much the same reasons mostly Matthew Good is so good to look at and Amy Adams I think she's beautiful her hair is unmatched yeah she she does a, a very good job of acting like a crazy woman that I could not stand being in the same room as her I it's just so funny this was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid like age 10 11 and 12 same. and re-watching it I was like wow I don't know what has changed, but this is not what I used to think it was. But I do love them, and I love, I think that they're really cute together, like the way that they, enemies to lovers, we love this trope. (laughs) 
you've got mail does it better no uh i also gave it a seven sevens across the board pretty much what you've said the funny thing is matthew the first thing i saw him in was downton abbey and i after he follows the character matthew dan stevens i was like who's this guy like doesn't hold a candle mm-hmm. unimpressive but then he was in the offer which is the miniseries about my, the making of the godfather and i love him and then lauren suggested i watch this since he's in it and yes so much love for matthew i really i'm a big fan of amy adams i love her work i think she's an incredible actress and she's like just very from what i can perceive very genuine and sweet and kind in real life and so for truly for her to play such an unlikable awful character and i mostly blame the script for like why she's a terrible character but i'm like she's a good actress because i despise her story for me is a six same thing i was obsessed with this more when i was like younger teenager i don't know when it came out but like i was obsessed when it came out and i loved it so much and then Honestly, my dad was the first one to like kind of draw attention to like, he was kind of like the lovers to, no, enemies to lovers trope in this is like, it's too much. Yeah. And like, it, it is like, I do kind of agree now. Again, I didn't feel that way years and years ago, but like now I'm like, eh, it's, it's a little much, a little bit icky. So a little bit unbelievable. Yeah. Like they really don't get along ever. And then I think it's mostly just because they're spending so much time together that it's inevitable like they're two beautiful people of course um but yeah I gave a five for story I realized when I was watching this you guys probably haven't seen planes trains and automobiles but it's a very similar vein where someone's trying to get to a destination and they need this other person that drives them crazy to get them there there's even a scene where they sleep in the same bed together (laughs) it's like but it's two men planes trains and automobiles is (laughs) Steve Martin and John Candy. Um, and then they grow to like each other. And I don't like planes, trains, and automobiles that much, so how could I like this very much? <laughs> the other thing I want to point out at the end, when she goes and proposes to Matthew Good, and then he walks away. Oh, it's so weird. She goes to the cliff like she's gonna jump. It's like, what's going on? I actually love that. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I really need ryan george to do a pitch meeting for this movie because <laughs> it's so bad like that'd be funny um i gave it a one <laughs> wow i really don't like this movie like the only redeemable thing is like i would just have to watch it on mute because i would just want to see <laughs> the actors but like not hear anything that goes on truly hated it so much like did not enjoy the dialogue did not it was not believable that they would fall in love like it would be it that marriage is gonna be a sham it's gonna fail like (laughs) yeah it will they're terrible also like okay she's gonna marry adam scott she's living in this beautiful apartment in new york that's the other thing about these movies is these people live in these houses these apartments in new york it's like you could never afford that oh that's every movie angel it's true yeah. But especially in New York. Oh, right. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> the one. Like, honestly, like, now I'm like, I should have given everything a lower score. Because <laughs> my overall is 24, and I feel like that's too high. <laughs> um, mine's also 24. Mine is a 21. 27 dresses. This one is a 6 out of 10 relatability. So I love, like, wedding planning, and I wanted to be a wedding planner forever. And so, like, this movie for me was, like, 
she's not even a wedding planner but I just like there's it just shows so many weddings and I loved that part of it so I guess that goes in the relatability category um I gave it an 8 out of 10 for relatability because well not so much recently but there was a period in my life where I was bridesmaid 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 and not necessarily like a traditional bridesmaid like where you have to get the dress and everything but I totally felt that where it's like okay I'm helping all these other people with their weddings well I'm not getting married and just like dreaming and hoping of the day when one day you're going to be the one getting married. And then also being in love with her boss. I'm not in love with my boss. Unrequited love. Like I relate to that. Just watching from afar, like not really going for it. Just hoping that maybe they like you back and they don't. I give it a five. I hadn't seen this movie before we watched these for this episode. I kind of thought it was going to be more about like, oh my gosh, look at how many times. Like, I thought it was going to be like, you're going to see all 27 weddings. And that was an <laughs> element to it, but it really was more about this whole boss-sister relationship more than like always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Even though that's kind of like the newspaper twist, right? That was put onto it. I feel like it was just not a main feature. Um, it was more about like lack of communication and standing up for yourself, which is relatable but like to the degree to the extreme degree that she does i do not relate did not like this is what is the most unrelatable thing falling for that man her boss when He's pretty icky. when yeah. like what's his name edward james martin james martin exists and is courting you like you literally are gonna tell me he is um what's the word beautiful well, yes, in every movie he's in, poor guy. Okay, oh we gotta God. have a James Marsden whole podcast about this. Okay, like in well, he's fine in Hairspray, he's fine, but like in like the Notebook, he's the fiance that gets dumped. Mm-hmm. In this, it's like, why is she in love with this other guy? Like enchanted, enchanted. I think I've seen this post. Yes, it's, it's like, like he's always this is like so sad to to be loved, but he isn't. Oh, he's amazing typecast <laughs> okay now okay set and wardrobe for this one is a nine for me most of that is because of all of the dresses super fun they're all crazy and unique and i do love seeing all of those and then the set part of it would just be like the different weddings and me seeing that as someone who wanted to be an event planner was like "Ooh, this is so cool this, will, this is gonna be my future <laughs> It's not. I'm not a wedding planner. But, you know, never say never. Um, I gave a seven. I do. I love all the dresses. I love the image of her closet just like bursting with these dresses. And I love the photo shoot that she does with James Marsden um, with all of her dresses. And then I feel like she has some cute outfits besides what the dresses are. But yeah, besides that, I wasn't super wowed by any of the outfits. I gave it a six, mostly. Yeah, there were some fun outfits. Some of those outfits did not age very well. <laughs> like, yeah. when they were like, and now this Gone with the Wind wedding, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, big yikes. <laughs> and some of the other more, like, cultural, traditional, that was a bit rough. But, um, and a lot of those dresses were so hideous, too, from the 27. But there were some that were fun. 
The actors, I gave eight because, yeah, I said I really like Catherine Heigl. I also really like James Marston. I think they're great together. Um, It's not like they're like, oh my gosh, perfect fire chemistry, but I do think they're really good. Um, I think that the people you're supposed to dislike, aka her boss and her sister, mm-hmm. are very good at mm-hmm. acting very unlikable. And so I give them props for that. I despise her sister. I know. She comes on screen. I'm like, she's not even that beautiful. Like, why? She's a model? (laughs) Not deserving. But yeah, I gave an eight also. Yes, mostly for James Marsden, but I do love Catherine. And I do also love her friend, Judy Greer, Casey. She's like the token friend. She's a friend of rom-com. I love her. Um, And she's just really funny. I do like her a lot. Give it a six. Honestly, it might be lower. I I really so I, I don't know what else is Catherine Heigl in? I feel like everyone just really annoyed me in this movie. Like I enjoyed it while I was watching it, and I don't know that I would like rewatch it anytime soon. But like James Marsden's character bothered me. The main Catherine really bugged me. I was just like, stand up for yourself for once. Like, oh my gosh, she was driving me crazy. The sister was annoying. I actually really didn't like the best friend. I know I really and so I'm like but maybe this is more like character complaints and the actual actors did a good job being awful characters so I'll leave it at a six okay overall story for me is an eight and I would say that's just because I do enjoy that it's not just about the 27 weddings like you said like it's like I I mean it's very awful and dislikable but the relationship between her boss and her sister and everything and like it's not to the same level where I absolutely love it, but I do like how, like in my best friend's wedding, how like the main character, she honestly is like a villain because she's trying to like break them up, ruin everything. It's driving you crazy. But it, like to me, I kind of love that part of it. And so like for her, I was like, oh, she's just doing everything so wrong. She's awful. But I, I loved how messy that was. I gave a six for story. Um, I do love it. And I love watching her fall in love with James Marsden but like he's a little bit uncomfortable stealing her planner and writing his name in it everywhere mm-hmm. like that's such a violation of privacy mm-hmm. and the way he won't stop bugging her he'll call her at work like a little bit stalkery but he's cute so I'll forgive him <laughs> <laughs> yeah it drives me crazy that her boss falls in love with her sister I I wrote this on my letterbox review but as soon as the sister walked off the plane, I was just like, oh, no. Like, I suddenly remembered everything that was going to happen. I was like, oh, no, I hate this. But I do. It's really fun. I love the Benny and the Jet scene so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also makes me so sick when she publishes his article. And she's so sad and so mean. And when she sabotages their wedding in that so really bad. cruel way. Uh, I mean, good for her because her sister... I don't know. She shouldn't have done it in a different way, but so yeah, very conflicted feelings, but overall positive a six. Bump my actor's score up because I forgot about Melora Harding being it, in it, which is a uh, Jan from The Office. Jan Levinson Gould. Yeah. <laughs> Gould is dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who's um, she in it? She's his boss, James Marsden's boss. Oh, the uh, oh yeah, I did not she remember. She had that. some problematic lines as well she's funny mm-hmm. but i love melora she's so great i gave it a six as well i understand 
the dislike towards the sister. But, like, from her perspective, like, she came in and didn't do anything wrong. If her sister had told her and she still pursued the boss, that's one thing. But she literally had no idea. The sister, like, doesn't know how to communicate or say anything for herself. So I just, like, hated the main character so much because everything that they were doing, they were doing without knowing that they were, like, deeply hurting her because she wouldn't tell them. And it drove me crazy. And, like, is the sister perfect? No. Like, she was flawed and she was manipulative and, like, in the end she comes around and like which was also felt very undeserved or like we just like suddenly yeah it was just like this miracle switch on all these levels the wedding dress part was like shocking i was like oh too far too far that is the only part where i'm like she should have known better like there she definitely was the sister wasn't a great character like she or she wasn't perfect and she had her flaws and but i just could not stand the main character like the reason she was in so much pain was her own fault and it could have been fixed in so many ways so it just drove me crazy truly i feel like my frustrations came after the fact like when i was watching it i was engaged and had fun but the more i think about it the more i'm like but ah, i can't stand her you want to therapize her i do <laughs> i know okay final scores 31 29 and i gave it 23 okay Really quickly, if you want to say your individual highest and lowest, and I'm going to quickly see if I can figure these other ones out really fast. Um, My highest was You've Got Mail, unsurprisingly. And my lowest was, I think, Leap Year and She's the Man were tied. But maybe it was just Leap Year. My lowest was Made in Manhattan. So sorry, Rachel. <laughs> Understandable. I truly get and, it. Uh, my highest was My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> Surprise. 40 out of 40. Woo! Perfect score. Um, I think my lowest is also made in Manhattan at 20. And then about time was my highest at 35. Oh, mm. love it. Wow. Um, any guesses on what one for relatability? No. You've got mail. Uh that one came in a very close second, actually. 0.5 difference. About time. My best friend's wedding. Oh, whoa. oh wow. Got a high that. score of 23.5 out of 30. Hmm. Next, um, set in wardrobe. Any guesses? Uh, pretty woman. Correct. Oh, pretty woman, yeah. Since we both gave 10. Yeah. 27 and a half. Well, technically Maddie gave nine and a half on that one. Oh. Hmm. Any guesses for actors? Love Rosie? No? Um... um. There was one that we all scored 10 on. <laughs> oh, Wait. it was um, Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Oh, yeah. Meryl. 30 out of 30. Story. Was that about time? I just it was. Time. Yep, okay. 27. I'll go ahead and do our lowest ranked all together overall was Made in Manhattan with 61.5. Rip. <laughs> Totally understandable. Not offended. Next was Leap Year with 69. Which I feel like I would watch Made in Manhattan more than I would watch Leap Year. So. Yeah. Because you love. Which, okay, given the choice to watch one of those again, which one would you watch? Leap Year? Oh, Leap Year. Leap. Kind of to make fun of it, though. And for the Ireland. And for Ireland. And for the guy. Ah, so many reasons actually. Let's watch it. Let's watch it right now. <laughs> uh, she's the man with seventy three. 
then oh no no I lied it was sleeping in while you were sleeping 72 then she's sleeping the man sleeping in Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> sleepless um, in Seattle we didn't do that one we did not we could do a part two someday then oh, p.s i love you then next is how to lose a guy in 10 days that's what it was with 80.5 um and then we do have a tie between pretty woman and when harry met sally 86.5 oops 27 dresses was an 83 so in between how to lose a, ten, a guy in 10 days, then 27 dresses, and then our tie between Pretty Woman and When Harry Met Sally. Then looks like it's going to be Baby Mama at 90. Love yeah. Rosie, 91. So, I don't know. I own it. Yay. Then uh, Devil Wears Prada, 97. So our last remaining three um in third place the award goes to my best friend's wedding thanks to me no, 97.5 <laughs> any guesses on our winner about time correct you've got mail came in second with 98 and about wow. time came in first with 102 wow oh, i broke 100 about time came in that high with even you i know wow it's a pretty freaking good movie it's a freaking good movie I mean, uh, yeah, so for You Got Mail, it was 37, 31, 30. About time was 35, 36, 31. So. Wow. I feel like About Time is kind of a different category, too. Than Honestly, it, it is. But. But it's worth a watch for all you listen. Um, Maddie, this was so delightful. And I feel like should you want me to endure more torture, I will watch more rom coms and Oh my gosh. <laughs> just kidding. It really wasn't as bad as I expected. No, I knew that this was gonna be a big project, a big ask from you, and I really appreciate you watching all of these and indulging me in the number one topic I was interested in. So I think maybe for your next one horror films or, or what would be a, a oh growth a growth film category for you <laughs> yeah maybe horror oh my gosh anti-horror though <laughs> you've seen a lot of them yeah yeah it depends well um, at any rate this was delightful and we're of course gonna have to have you back on sometime soon so i would love to and then i'll get more awards <laughs> <laughs> add to your trophy cabinet thank you as always you took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. From her perspective, it's... N- from my perspective... Um... <laughs> the Jedi reason. <laughs> Why is it called pig? <laughs> I think that's someone's name. This <laughs> <laughs> name sucks! It's Pygmalion, not Pygmalion. It's one word. P-Y-G. M-A. I'm gonna name that my son that. <laughs> no, I will not allow it. I love it. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go see if I got a package so no one steals it. Oh, you did, and it's upstairs. Did you bring it in? Yeah. <laughs> no, she left it outside. She's <laughs> like, ooh, package is like, large. I put it back in me. the mailbox. <laughs> and I said, return to Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of like <laughs> a little confusing. I will say. Can I go look. Go look. What is happening right now? 
Sorry, someone just rang the doorbell and nobody's ever rung our doorbell in the history of <laughs> one week of living here. Oh, oh, sorry. She's just going to go check really quick. No, that's fine. I was like, I won't something keep is happening. Sorry, I'm like, we might have to start that part over. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. We both just look at each other like... I really was like, did I say something wildly inappropriate? Okay. Oh, I'm 99% sure it's... Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to unpack that at some future date. We're going to have to unpack that and... We yeah. can unpack it afterwards. Start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put really, this I in. Just told Work on the puzzle while she goes because I'm going back downstairs. <laughs> I am going to put this in as a blooper and just <laughs> beep out who it, who it is. No. I'm like, she always please. beeps it so that it sounds like I'm I swearing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now I'm just gonna find a soundbite of Maddie saying conk and put that in as our beeping sound instead. <laughs> conk, conk. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. So, our main topic.
I feel like I'm like, yeah, I do dress up for Halloween or like <laughs> costume parties as a guy, but I feel like I would not. I also don't have that commitment to soccer. So, no, you're talking, talking about, about how, she's the man. How was going to base? Oh my gosh, how embarrassing! <laughs> I was like, wait, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Dressing you're right. up? No, that's <laughs> <You're> guy- <yeah. laughs> okay. I also gave it a five for other reasons, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> But, um, after, okay. Okay, so this is the one where she, yeah, I feel like. She's trying to lose him. 